snatches them. One of the readers. Uh, Mock. Mock has it. She goes over to Mock and she says, give me that nephew. And she looks over them and she reads them aloud again. Cue Greg. Oh sweet, I put them on my thing. Read it in Rick's <clears throat> The first parchment. <laughs> Retrieve the Goliath called Bearjaw and bring her to Haldash. That's a town. Stay in room 204 of the Broken Sword. Further instructions and payment will be provided there. If the Goliath is with companions, kill them. If the Goliath dies in the attempt, bring the body to the meeting place. Payment will be halved. Then there's a second parchment written in a different hand. In a different hand? Well, okay, not a different hand. You did say it was a different hand last time. What I mean, what I meant, so what I mean by a different hand is uh, written obviously separately. written separately. They're, they're dated, maybe. They have dates on them. One was in pencil, one was in different parchment. <laughs> written in a different, with a, with a different well, instrument. I like. With a different instrument, so the handwriting style is a little different. None of you are handwriting experts. Maybe you are. You have to roll for that. But second parchment says, You were right to report the identity of the Goliath's companions before taking action. The dwarf known as Justin Green is indeed a person of interest to your employer. Given the observations you have reported, your orders are updated. Retrieving Drustin Green alive is now your top priority. Mock Fohammer, Baron Baldrick, and Ricca Amberhelm are not to be killed. Your pay will be tripled upon completion of this new task. Capturing the Goliath is still a second priority, and pay will be quadrupled if both objectives can be met in full. You have authorization to hire additional hands if needed. You will be reimbursed for any subcontracting at the standard guild rates. The fuck does this mean? Well, I think it means that someone is supposed to retrieve the Goliath called Bear John, bring her to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you're talking as. I wasn't Just talking. It was a joke. A sarcastic narrator. <laughs> what does this mean, Mock? Mm. You have a last name? Uh, what? I'm, 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 I'm a clan name! My old dwarf! Oh, okay. He says, but, uh... I don't think I've ever heard it. I don't say it much. Uh... I must say, I'm rather, I'm rather surprised that Drosten will have uh, have this much attention from anyone. Though, though the uh, information that he shared with us the other day is of a uh, suspicious, of a suspicious and and uh, delicate. Yeah. These these parchments don't mention the elves. They don't mention the elf brothers. Speaking of that. Says Scribcorn. <laughs> Clearly. Has <laughs> had a rat dangling out of Oh, my. My. <coughs> ah. <coughs> my name's not on the note. Our job here is done. And, and he looks around the, the, the bedroom of this place, this in room, and he says, And it doesn't look like any of uh, our would be 
assassins, kidnappers, whatever they are, uh, survived the attempt. So, I'm out of here. And Scrimcorn just turns to leave. Okay, bye! Whoa, 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 wait, brother, don't leave without you. Hey guys, uh, it was fun partnering with you, but you know, he's my brother, so I feel like I should go with him. So, uh, I mean, hopefully our paths are crossed again someday. Scrimcorn, drugs? You are good at killing rats. Oh, thank you. And says, I know you can keep up. I'll mark this a easy come, easy go. It will win. <laughs> he says, uh, uh, he says, thanks for having our back. And we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll cross paths again in the future. Because despite as we, as we uh, try as we might, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't avoid you down there in the Sunless Citadel. <laughs> hmm. Oh, before you go, um, good berries? Hmm? Uh, for old, ti- for old time's sake? <laughs> you for the road. <laughs> <laughs> and he hawks into his mouth as ten gross slimy berries. Just one giant meaty paw just hands <laughs> them all to Bear Jaw. Okay, thank uh, you. Uh, thank you, Scrimcorn. Never met anyone that likes my berries so much. They're useful. And then he's gone. Later, Scrim. You are welcome. See you guys. But back to this matter. Didn't mention the elves. Only mentioned us kid. And me. It makes better job. It makes no sense because why banish the poor the poor young fool if you're only gonna send people after him to uh, uh, to to capture and, and drag him on back? Uh, they can't he can't they can't know that he's shared any information with us. Uh, so to me, it seems unlikely that the clans came after him. So if not, who else could he have he could could he have uh, bothered or irritated to this extent? If someone, not for family, someone with runes. I- I wouldn't put it past family. Maybe he is unco- He's been in. He's been spelunking in ruins. 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 For 15 years. He has said to us that he has uncovered things that he was not meant to uncover. What if he stumbled across something that he does not. Does, that he does never know what it is, nor how important this is? You know, all of this is useful, but mere speculation. Should we not go to them and beat their heads in until they tell us what we, we need to know? find Rustin? No, we need to find them and then we crush them until they. Yes, tell I us agree with you, better job. But first, Drustin. Drustin went to Waterdeep. Drustin. What if another party went to find him there? Drustin he is there alone is with Bern, and Bern has the more sensible head than all of us put together. I sensible. They'll but come they right only, back. But they are only two. We were five. Six if you count the rule. Seven if you count me twice. It's, th- it's true that there may be in some danger, but to head out of town willy-nilly, hitting the open road, there's no guarantee that we find them on the way to Waterdeep or wherever they may be. But they know that we're here in Oakhurst. So I think we tip back a few pints, just to pass the time, and let them come right back to us. I'm hiring a coach. <laughs> Uh, he says, "This family, this family is uh, is having. It's no wonder that we were all apart when we came together this town, and it seems like we'll be leaving on our own." Rika pushes the orders back to Mock and storms off to go find a coach. I believe you have made her angry. <clears throat> he says, "You uh, should have thought about it." 
Mock says, uh, that, that lassie will be doing what her own mind is, regardless of what I say. Well, they would have solved it. You hear it? We would afar. know. We would Always! Know right. We would know who was right, then. It's easy enough to hire a coach, although there is some grumbling uh, at first about the fact that they've... Well, let's see. <laughs> Business is good. They They're grumble? renting a lot out. Would they grumble? No, I guess they wouldn't grumble. They wouldn't grumble. How many coaches do they have? It's not a real big town. Well, they don't have a coach. They only have a horse. I'll take the horse. Do you need a boost? No. Did you go with her? Yeah. Okay. Um... She follows everyone to the horse. I, 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 I can get it saddled up in. I, I, I can get it saddled up in. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Make it snappy. Huh? Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I have horses named Snappy. And uh, he goes into the stables and you hear, "No, she wants Snappy. She wants a oh, Snappy. Okay, fine. Slower horse." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Twenty snappy. minutes later. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, a scrawny horse <laughs> brought out. Are you sure it's snappy? And uh, all ready to go. Oh, no, it's Pronto. Okay, well, Pronto's okay. a terrible horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a boost from with a boost from Bearjaw gets onto the horse and um, just a little, you know, rules to handle animal. Please, God, help me. Mm, uh, that, that wasn't flat. That's uh, jacked. I, I, I think I a think flat that's a surface, surface might Is there a handle animal nice. skill? Yeah. There is. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. Oh, animal <laughs> That's <handling>. a seven. <laughs> All right, so a little bit of a rough departure as... Uh, uh, a even rougher ride. As Rick uh, uh, rides off and you see her just a lot ah, bumpier fuck. than... Uh, you're used to seeing people on a horse. Graceful is not the word you would use to describe it. Ricka ever. Oh, or Ricka ever, and uh, she rides off into the sunset. No, Some I didn't sunset. pass quite that fast. Uh, yeah, no, no, she, she rides off in the direction of Waterdeep. Into the sun. Just following and the road. we probably would have just arrived. Then? So you're going to run Waterdeep. into her? Well, because we left the night before. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean she doesn't know that. Like, she's 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 headed out. Yeah. This is the day before, though. You're right. Yeah. So we would have just been arriving and doing Her all this stuff, and then we would be leaving she'll... the next morning. Yeah, can at I that time. Have, can I have an Irish red? Thank you. Her expectation is that she'll probably find you guys on the way back. Me too. I'm whispering so that the mic won't pick us up. That's a clever plan. That's a good plan. I just reconfigured it so that it will pick up Kevin. <laughs> no, no one can hear him. <laughs> Talk like this the whole time. <laughs> I'm giving me feedback, so hopefully it sounds okay. I hope I don't go to process the podcast. It turns, it turns out it's all blown up. It's all down. the opposite. Thank you very much. Um, uh, okay. Rika, uh, Rika heads off. Mock, Bearjaw. And Mock and Bearjaw. Mock and Bearjaw. Really, like, an, an extreme minority of the A very table. important duo. A very I mean, important duo. That sounds like a group that can get some crowds. Oh, the only two there. Right. Everyone is yeah. split yeah. up. Mockja. And, uh, Mock makes sure. Mock watches from the, uh... Our fighting the, duo name. From the, uh, the door of the old boar. <laughs> sipping his first <laughs> pint that he committed to as his strategy for, for refinding his cousins. And watches watches Bearjaw uh, go over to the uh, the stable, help Ricka, not gracefully mount her horse, which is not a very good horse, and bounce out of town. Oh, that's perfect. It's a slow horse too. So and she can't, horse and she can't freaking handle it. 
So she's definitely gonna meet them like after they fought on the way back. Oh, absolutely. And so Mox that they're sipping at is uh, this tall frosty pie as, as he ensures that Bearjaw, after securing Rika's departure, is heading on the way back here. Never getting too far from that stop, stop, very valuable stop, magic sword stop, that he, stop, stop. he he's con he's convinced he's owed a great uh, oh, yeah. a, a significant percentage of aftermarket. Bearjaw's Bear not not gonna run off on that deal. Uh, does Mock have the uh, the scale mill? Uh, he does. He does. I mean, I wouldn't think think Bearjaw looking to make time would head off with a fucking suit of armor on his back. But Bear, I don't know. Bearjaw? You mean? Or, would, would you, sorry, Baron. Baron? No, I wasn't. He wasn't even I had, there when I you wasn't found there when you found oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I have, I, I would I have say, the helmet. You have yeah, the yeah, rest. Yeah. Yeah, you have the helmet. the The rest would be with uh, mm. with uh, her, with Bearjaw or myself. One of the two, unless it's neither one of you is wearing it. So she, Bearjaw uh, like, does yeah, not mechanically, wear a helm. she is carrying it because of I weight. I am physically carrying it. Yeah, just, just it's tied but it, it to is the with, pack. It, it is with us. It's on the top of the right. pack, so from behind, it looks like I'm carrying a really small right. person with armor. And Rick wants to just hang on the helmet. I'm. <laughs> it's an amber helm. <laughs> it's a piece of flair that never gets old. Slightly taller. I like. I want to fast forward to Ricka running into you guys, she, but if Kevin is, is on his way, oh, yeah. uh, if Kevin is on his way, I want him Ooh, to play. Carouse. So you, carouse. you could just carouse. You and Bear Job. I think I think someone needs to get the carousing started. Okay, so we come back. Oh, all right. No, no, hang on, hang on. Okay, hang on, hang on. Meet some Mock heads back to the old bore Inn. Oh, he's watching from the door with pint in hand. Oh, punch hand. Oh, he didn't even so he, step he's out. at the doorway, watching, watching her head across oh. the. Uh, watching. Her. Hey! hey! All right, give that dog enough pets. Oh, wow. right that here. was quick. Yeah, usually. He well, will. We need another him. chair if someone wouldn't mind getting that. So we do have Kevin tonight after all. Hey! How about you just move on over? I got your seat right here. What? No. Let me hear ride, but let me stay. <laughs> It's not, it's not one of those chairs. You're this character, are you? <laughs> that's a, that's some bitterness right there. That's a, a, chair. a salty reunion. Wow. <laughs> There's wow. clearly some history I'm not aware of. Oh, Pinter. Wait, the end of season one? Pinter versus the Rusty Oh, that's right. He did kill him. Did Pinter get the killing blow on, on spoiler alert, Ren? No, no, no. No, other no, way around. Other way around, bro. Oh, I okay. You I were Pinter. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Did you know Mind. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I never put that together. I'm so happy about that fact. So I love that you're a fan of those. Listen to the podcast multiple times, and they've been playing on the opposite side of a table. And didn't realize that. I, well, I knew that he played a rap. That for that one set, yeah. yeah. I know that he was in season two. Yes, from he's been few, in and out for season I two. I have moved three. to multiple places and started careers while this game has been going on. I, yes. I know he was in season two podcast that exists on <laughs> podcast form, and yep. then I knew he was here. Yep. But I knew, Pinter. As, Pinter I knew him as. I knew him as. Oh yeah, he was that guy who played Wrath, who then was in season two, which I know nothing about, and now he's here. For uh, Dresden Files. Yep. Oh my god, you were Pinter. I'm okay. pretty much playing Pinter 2.0. <laughs> Good old Pinter. So yeah, I was just about to say, there's a very similar thread oh, yeah. running between those two characters. I feel happy about this. Alright. This is a good development. Okay, so, welcome, Kevin. Um, Duncan. Lincoln, you're a bit out of frame. 
if you scoot it players adjust. Scoot it. Scoot it. Move the camera. You guys all need to adjust. Show the love. Get comfy. Um. So. Irish red. You win this one. Uh, our Boozomancy. Oh, yes. I see you already got it. Our Boozomancy is homebrew from Lincoln. Yes, please. Uh, we may be running low on the Irish reds because that seems. Yeah, to... I had to snap one up. Then they get two Irish red. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> one, one for me and one for my friend. I have another there are two valid reactions to Lincoln's statement, and uh, one is to hoard I would like a pale ale, please. I would just like us to drink all of your homebrew. We're good at that. Drunk, but you guys will just get drunk. Someone will enjoy it. And I have another. That is so much ice. And I have another two hundred bottles at my office. So. Save the bottles, y'all. Yeah, don't throw the bottles away. Anyone have a paper towel? No. Sorry. I mean, you could use your pant leg. It is covered in ice. Unless it's be. The Irish red is really good. Okay, so. I think we should still move on with the carousing. Would you rather yeah, carouse yeah, with we're not Would you rather carouse with them there or just you two? I, I want them right, to start right the carousing, now. just them two, and then we come back and it's still going on. Yeah. And then we get pulled into it. And when we're all this in is jail. a multi-day affair. <laughs> they come back and we're all in prison. That's true because Mock is explicitly doing this to kill time until you guys arrive. Okay. Explicitly doing this. Can I just so, to fill you in? Pretty much, Rika is riding to Waterdeep very poorly on a shitty horse to try and find you guys because she's worried about you guys get you specifically getting yeah. got. Yeah. Okay, so let me uh, dwarf, dwarf toss match. on the appropriate music here, which is. Yes, I nailed it! I nailed it! It's the dance competition music. Oh yeah! Oh cool. As Mark doesn't dance though. That's As Mark. You and Kaylin won. Let's try it. Yeah. High charisma. All right. Small team. Bring it back around. As Mock turns around, is a very short track. It's gonna get very. It's repetitive. really not. Um. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that DJ. So <laughs> as a. Uh, He's learning. He only has one jam so far. <laughs> as Mock turns around to head back into the tavern after seeing Rika ride off as as Bear Jaws returning to the tavern. He, he turns, turns and uh, and one of the humans is stumbles towards him and says, "You, you saved our town." He says, "A whole round for the tavern on me." <laughs> and Mark goes, "Huzzah!" He says, "Let's you and I go play spin the bottle with this interesting jar we found." The first one it is is what it's gonna be the rest of the night. Uh, not been picked that's not the honey. But that, is, that doesn't mean. Are you pulling a random honey? It's gonna be like something desirable. Are you pulling a random court? It's milk. Uh, absolutely. It's well, whoever describes the first round is gonna have to pull is a random. Bearjaw in this uh, spin the ball. Bearjaw comes in right as you begin the game. What, yeah. what game spin are we playing? The two pound jug. <laughs> I think it's ten pounds. Uh, it ends up being some strange game like that then balls. It's like a spin the bottle, hot potato, betting game where like if you ended up with it, but you're like willing to drink enough drinks, you can somehow kind of start the process again. So the drinking just kind of comes with a crescendo as people would less and less want to be the first one to crack the bottle. But uh, uh, but also the athleticism continues to drop off as they are throwing the bottle back and forth and it just very quickly deteriorates into a total drunken shit show. This sounds amazingly like every drinking game I've played with you. What are you talking about? 
I hope it's not like I'm drawing on my personal experience for any of this garbage. <laughs> How do we play? All right, what's uh? You have the alchemy jug? Yeah. Roll d10. Yeah. Go ahead, roll it. Yeah. Close your it. eyes and uncork it. Eight. Eight's a good number. Oh, I don't know, man. It's a most disappointing one. Fresh water. Whoever it is takes a huge drug, uh, a draught of fresh sparkling stream water and just completely surprised by it, spits it all over the next guy, which immediately starts a, a brawl, and Bearjaw starts weeping for joy. So happy! This is how all day should start. Who is, so this party ain't gonna, this is a, this is a poor farming town. Like, yeah. one guy bought them. around, oh, no. one guy bought around. Oh. For this party to keep going, it needs yeah. to be financed. Uh, I mean, like, before, before it all started, with Mock bought his first pipe, he said, open a tab and keep it coming. He is, right. he is oh my flush. God. And let me, let me remind you, let me remind you that a gallon of ale costs a gold. Wow! <laughs> a gallon, that was pretty so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you That's guys still have picture. money coming your way too. Yeah, like oh, uh, well, so, not now, right? I well, have four hundred. It was the money I, they that, collected. I don't want to distract from the last the, I don't want to distract the narrative of that with doing bookkeeping right, right now. Right, right, mm. right, right. Keep, keep it going forward. Right, I'm right, telling you what it's right, going right, to cost. So I do really the well carousing, in the fight. The carousing mechanics are: yes. you have to spend money as though maintaining a wealthy lifestyle, um, which is four gold per day. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I mean, like a keg is what? Like a keg is like, so five gallons is like a pony keg. So like a full size keg is like like ten gallons. So like, so like a, a keg of, a, in modern, like uh, in modern terms, like a keg of beer is just so cheap. And like, it's, it's even cheaper in these kinds of settings. Yeah, so, yeah no, no, no. So you, like you, very reasonable you, rates. You, Build this up. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. knock the money off. Spend more if you want to. Tell me what you're doing. Absolutely. Oh, can we? Can we like? Well, I imagine that's well, the I'm gonna, I'm gonna like to you. So I'm can leaving. We just it, do... I'm leaving it to you. Like I've 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 gotten everyone wasted and started a fight. Now where does Bear Jaw go? Well, with well it? Bear Jaw, you know, does this for like comp competitive reasons. So she'll just challenge anyone who makes eye contact, even fleeting eye contact, uh, to a fight, um, and then oh, yeah, drawing on her. Her experience with people being afraid to fight her in like a fight sense, she what just she just transfers it to sitting down and getting her arm out and just being like, who's gonna who's gonna attempt to take down Bearjaw's hand? Just a hand! You know the rest of this isn't involved. More, more, more. No, the drunken. He's getting the bets. No, well, he collects the, yeah, the bets. Well, Absolutely. <laughs> Mock, are you still buying rounds? Uh, Mock is still buying Mark, rounds, and, Mark, he, and he's Mark. also running running a very crooked game of uh, uh, a, only a very crooked book as more and more people drunkenly begin to Attempt. begin to arm wrestle with, with Bearjaw, and by that I mean she starts them arm wrestling them two at a time and then three at a time. <laughs> it's several people trying to trying to defeat her in arm Mo wrestling. Like two at a time. <laughs> no, I'm playing like three people on the same arm. On the same arm? Okay, I'll yeah. you, you, and you. That's good. Yeah, she rolled 19 strength And, and, and Mop, who literally just saw uh, that, her... That ended well. ...dragged four of his companions up a ravine fully loaded down. <laughs> continues to bet, continues to bet, bet on Bearjaw and uh, and tried to offset some of the uh, some of the cost of the carousing. Like, uh, okay, so this party goes all 
night as the sun is rising in the morning the music is still playing old boring i mean the same song in these times a business owner does not close a business if it is rocking so the uh the barkeep uh, making as much as a bag, bags under his eyes, eyes bloodshot because he's not like riding through this by getting to drink, but he is riding the high of massive profits. Incredible uh, amount of money. It's still open, and uh, we'll come back to you guys. But I am gonna have you roll the dice now, and we'll okay. come to the result later. So for the result of your carousing, it's gonna roll a percentile die. I think the first time we've done Hell that in this yeah. season. And you're gonna add your level. Okay. The level increases the chances of Do you want, do you want to roll roll one, I'll roll one? Do you want the tens or the ones? What? We're rolling percent oh, oh, it's actually separate. You're both spending on this carousing, let's let's yeah. just say. You're also spend, financing this. So you get each... Ooh. A narrative request? Yes. Two people carousing seems boring. I want you to pull in some townspeople. So oh, that, no, no, and you're no. financing them. They're all. They're all. They're all there. Yeah, yeah, they, they, this is the result. Their personal results of the carousing. Like, I don't want to hear like some townsperson who like became your buddy for the night, and they also have to roll, and they may also like be the blacksmith. You owe him like, so many drinks. Let's, let's see the mechanics first. You guys haven't seen right. it. So so I think the carousing is definitely not over. It is, it is. This is it, stage one. It is a percentile die plus your level. That's it. Oh, oh, I, I, I didn't say which one was which was Four. the blue. So we're gonna make the blue the t- the D10. Mine's pretty obvious. This is the tens, and this is the uh, uh, ones. The red is the. Ooh. Ooh. Bad night for Mock. What, what's your 16. total results? Sixteen. Total results. Plus your level. Oh, plus your level. Uh, so three. No four. Uh, so twenty. The red one was the tens, I swear. and 80. 80. Remember those numbers? Oh, sweet. He's like, oh, awesome. Why, uh, jail. why did it have to be gin? We'll come back to that. <laughs> no. Uh, awakens reincarnated as an elf. I was going to say yeah. seagull. It's a seagull. <laughs> okay. Back on the road from Waterdeep. Baron and Drustin Spear hits a horse. The horse tumbles down. Ah, oh, they pop out and they fight an illusion of mock. But then the Dragar gets away. But Baron and uh, Drustin walk out of it. I need your standy. I, I rely on those heavily. Oh, we haven't pulled out the Oh, actually, I, no. put, I didn't put your mini up. You're coming. Yeah. Not just the mini, I need the standy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, gotcha. So, anyway. The uh, Baron and Drustin walk away with their lives and a single horse between them and a wrecked cart and a dead horse and a dead... Uh, and a, so well, what was the... What do you call that person? The driver. Coachman. Dead, dead coachman. Um, oh It's a good band name. Are you guys just going to share that horse? Are you going to walk? You can't... Oh, yeah, the it's horse. Like sharing the horse with the lady coachman across the back as well. That seems like a bit too much for one horse. You think maybe we could strap the thing... Back up, and maybe, uh, I don't think we're gonna take the horse back to town, but I feel bad leaving the coachman here. Maybe we could, I mean, one horse up here to pull a wagon. Slower. Is the wagon highly damaged? The wagon is damaged but repairable with some time. with another. Ugh. Would this be appropriate timing for Ricka to. No, no, not, not, not close. Okay. At this moment. Wheel. It's also totally the wrong music. I'm switching it. It's very ominous. Well, it's supposed to be like during the fight, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the Rustin says, uh, 
Colson and I didn't survive on the road for 15 years without learning some mending skills. Uh, so it's a plus we can get a little help. And I'm he so takes out more. the dragon cultist sarcophagus face that he has. And he's going to cast Unseen Servant as a ritual. Because Unseen Servants can do mending. Oh, great. And then with his own, so there's a, a oh, glimmer of a cultist. Huh. Yeah, so they can do things such as fetching things, cleaning, mending, hmm. uh, and pouring wine, by the way. Hmm. Uh, with one hand. Keeping your company. <laughs> All right. Uh, and so with this invisible servant and his own survival skills, he's going to look about, you know, not fully repairing, but just enough that, you know, wrap around the axle, um, you know, some women around the axle, get this together enough that the wagon can go. Baron cuts the dead horse free and drags it away and tends to the body of the fallen cart driver and puts her back in the cart and uh, keeps an eye out uh, for that one Dwergar who hustled off. Um, My question was, uh, does the Unseen Servant act with the knowledge that you possess about mending, or does it have its own knowledge about, like, some kind of Jungian consciousness that it's drawing from? Uh, It's a conjuration magic, which I would kind of say in the spirit of conjuration, it's coming from outside the Rustin. Okay. So I think it makes sense that it's kind of the spirit itself. Cool. Alright, so... You get the, for that. No, you're good, you're good. I mean, you it's a hundred-year-old dragon cultist. Yeah. I bet they know how to fix a wagon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, spent, uh, uh, call it maybe an hour get, getting everything uh, fixed up in order. Um, you don't see... What's been updated? Absolutely. I'll begin to be told. Okay, that's perfect. All right, so... It can move stuff. A rat! The size of a horse! <laughs> now, <laughs> back to the road. Back cabin, it's full of the boogers. <laughs> Damn it, music player. <laughs> totally derailed my pacing. I mean, that, that um, was a good little flash. It was, <laughs> good, it was a good flash. So, uh, anyway, so after about, about an hour, uh, uh, you get it all up and running and head, uh, continue on your way back towards uh, Oakhurst. Um, uh, Baron's driving the cart. A couple hours into that ride... I mean, actually, technically, several hours into that ride. Uh, you're about maybe a third of the way to Waterdeep by the time... Uh, Rika is about a third of the way towards Waterdeep. You guys are about two-thirds of the way. Where you see a dwarf! Riding, riding a Dog horse! Cody style. <laughs> riding a horse. Did you camp for the night? Uh, probably. She probably couldn't control the horse God. to the extent that it would ride through the night. Alright, so even... She closer. has dark vision, but the horse doesn't. Yeah, with two <laughs> horses. She's just sitting there on a horse that isn't going anywhere. Her, uh, her initial um, control animal was seven. Her next day's control animal was one. <laughs> Okay. Dad horse you hates see, you. You <laughs> come across a dwarf carrying a horse. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. You come across what you see is what appears to be a dwarf standing on the ground trying to handle a horse and uh, cursing profusely. Uh, and you dwarven. hear the distinct voice of Rika cursing profusely and dwarven. Auntie, 
What are you doing here? Where's the others? Is everything You're okay? You're at your camp for the night. You weren't yeah. able to get going. There's <laughs> some really delicious plants here, like by the bed of a stream, and it's just munching. And it's just eating. Bliss. There's like a t- campfire right next to you that's like burned itself out. Come on, you stupid fucking beast! <laughs> Move your tuchets! <laughs> Auntie, is everything okay? Where's the Where's Oh, Lothi? thank God! And she just like runs up to you and like. <laughs> Wraps you in this very big dwarven bear hug. Trish, she thought he might have been dead. Oi, what's this all about? We had some trouble on the road, but I wasn't expecting any of you. We were we were set upon as we left the citadel. Uh, Durgar, Sverneblins, and a halfling. Aye, we were met upon by Dwergar and the Sverneblins. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one of those. Yeah, we there just had a halfling. Been. Oh, it was a halfling, right. They all look the same. Oh. <laughs> they were after Berjaw. Oh, after Berjaw. Why were they after us then? I, well, we, so. It's complicated. <laughs> it, it's complicated. It we, we went, but they were staying in the inn, and we went back, and long story short, their initial orders were to cap, take Berjaw, dead or alive, and kill whoever <coughs> she was with. Oh, is everyone okay? Every, everyone's alright, we came out unscathed, but then they got other orders. Apparently, someone they had informed their employer of who her companions were before taking action, and their orders changed to take you alive. Berjaw still dead or alive, and Probably not to harm Mock Bern or I. I like that it sounds like Rika's struggling, like, the details and, like, why didn't I bring the bookkeeping is not what Rika likes to do. And it she's is like, not her thing. It's so important for her to remember the details of this. Um, orders. <laughs> Thank God. Another day and you would have been like, I don't, I don't remember, remember what it says. <laughs> I gotta cover your mind now. But in, in either case, it didn't mention, it didn't mention the Elf Brothers. Uh, they've left, they, they buggered off, by the way. Oh. Um. Uh, I am brother. Uh, and uh, face is just drained of blood. And uh, he says, "Did you piss off, cousin?" The dwarves. It can only be one. It's got to be orders from from Grandpappy. That that was my suspicion too, given that we kin, yourself excluded, were not to be harmed. That makes sense. It's my nightmare. My no. How do I speak in an accent again? A nightmare. It's <laughs> my nightmare. It's my nightmare come true. <laughs> it's, it's my nightmare come true. She grabs you by the shoulders and she and she shakes you a little bit. Uh, completely counterproductive to what she's about to ask. Calm down. Think, think, Thrustin. Is there anything you've uncovered that would cause Adric? To need to silence you. The last 15 years, I, I haven't found a thing. And then in the Sunda Citadel, I, I, I found that that scroll of Karun to her car. It's got to be that. Somehow, somehow he knows through scrying or some clairvoyance or spies. Could there be a spy? Maybe that oil vein. Yes, now. I don't know if Grandpappy would. Uh, he would not hire Drow. <laughs> Is he hiring Durgar though? 
Maybe he would hire them. They were hired through a guild. They were hired through a guild. I don't know whether he would have if it is him at all, I don't know if he would have directly hired them or whether they would really just be sort of a subcontract work. So and I don't know what guild, don't ask me. Well, uh, where is Mock and uh, Berjol then? <laughs> they still <Meanwhile>. Mocker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good place to cut over. That's a good place to cut over, actually. <laughs> it's not my fault if your arm comes off. And then my cousin Bern, he took it, he dropped his trousers and pissed into the into the fountain that says speak fire and practically burned his niggers off. <laughs> and that was the last thing Bearjaw heard Mock say. <laughs> A few hours ago, Bearjaw suddenly realizes as Bearjaw is sitting around. This, uh, this wrestling table as people have come to uh, no. to wrestle again and again and through uh, and through her bets through the night, I am so sorry. Uh, I am she so has sorry. managed to earn so modest winnings from gambling and recuperate oh. your lifestyle expenses for the time spent crowsing. So the crowsing <laughs> cost you nothing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Woo! What eighty gets you. It's actually what the, the vast what majority of the results are. You are one money, away from a better result. So ah! um, but it's Bearjaw as she's uh, as she's getting this last Thank bet so in, much. and she Thank is uh, so she has just broken even. She realizes the story. She this this the the, the, the reverberation of Mock's uh, proclamation uh, story um, through this bar. He is, she has stopped hearing it. She and she looks around, and Mock's not here at all. Hmm. Mock. You regain consciousness. <laughs> oh, That's no. a great way to begin any story. <laughs> and then we go back to the room. Am I pontificating the pigs? Blinking uh, in a strange place. Someone give me a strange place. Um, like a strange place in the guy. realm of Oakhurst? Yes, in the realm of Oakhurst, <laughs> and not like someone else's bed. Someone it is a, a horse stable. Uh, a tree a house. Cellar. On a roof. Like uh, on the roof with a blacksmith hanging in a manhole <laughs> at the bottom of a well at the bottom of a well we go at bottom of a well stuck in a chimney stuck in a chimney on the roof of a well we're gonna go bottom of a well bottom of a well <laughs> Mock looks up sees daylight through a small hole it's not that deep of a well it won't be too hard to get out he's an athletic guy but uh, <laughs> Someone trying to headache and uh, and realizing for a dwarf. and patting his sides, realizing that his uh, his bag of coin, the one he keeps on him during carousing, of course, not his fortune. Uh, roll three d six. That's uh, that's a lot fewer than my usual two silver pieces for a gallon of ale. I was way higher than instead of gold. <laughs> You re-roll once, right? Uh, <laughs> uh only, only on two, only if I use two hands. Yeah, thank you. Oh! <laughs> can't take that Remember me asking you for help next time I need a kill. Sorry, you use those as a DM. It's all good. Six. Uh, twelve. Uh, twelve times five is... Ooh, times five! 60. Oh. Uh, sixty gold. Son of a bitch. <laughs> sixty gold, clearly one top of the expenses. In fact, he's got his coin pouch and it's slit. Oh, it's uh, cut. Someone robbed you. 
on top of the crowds. <laughs> I love the idea of Veritas' head just popping up over so the edge of that well-being. So Krausing was four? Are you okay? Krausing was four. You're done now. The robbery was 60. Veritas <laughs> hears, again, the, the, the well acts as a megaphone that just begins oh, to hear music run. still coming from the old boring. Oh, God. And besides, this so is you, mock. He's you, already so a megaphone. Yeah, Veritas' going to come out looking okay. for you. So the, 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 she's the, done here. The screaming and hostility that come out of the bottom of this well... <laughs> Just fueled, fueled by the, the potency of, of, of his headache and the anger uh, and damaged greed at losing such a significant sum of coin uh, soon wakens several of, of the uh, residents <laughs> of houses around draws the attention and brings them out into the street where people are trying to figure out what the hell is going on this causes a divide amongst the town people whereas half of the wives, women and children and, uh, and, and men who babies. have responsibilities tomorrow go back to bed Whereas some of the other more raucous and lively people decide to join into the fray. And the uh, bar begins to kind of swell and spill out into the streets as the carousing gains ever more momentum. 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 Okay. You look smaller and farther away than usual. Alright. With some, uh, maybe some uh, assistance with bear jaw, toss down a rope. It's pretty easy to unless get out he, of there. Sure. Unless he's too proud for the, it, the, I understand. The first bucket she hauls up is full of his puke, the yeah. second one is full of a lock. <laughs> and we know, absolutely know, that bear jaw has no problem pulling up any number of characters. Just, yeah. just it's one. It's really the rope that's. Yeah, exactly. The only thing, yeah. How strong is rope? And you realize that the light you saw coming down that, uh, coming down that well was not the light of a morning sun. It was the light of a pre, uh, pre-dusk pre sun, as oh, it is God. near sunset on the next day. Amazing. Oh, snap. Bearjaw has just been wrestling all night and through the day. What can I say? Flow, you lose track of time. And now does feel the fatigue starting to set in. Mock feels like he got not a wink of uh, proper sleep. And you know from the uh, passage of time in the distance to Waterdeep that it's uh, <laughs> on a fast ride. It's a day there and a day back. So your uh, companions will likely return in the morning, if not overnight. Hey, Mock, are you well? And sure enough, back on the road to... Uh, back on the road to Oakhurst. Yeah, you arrive, uh, um, I mean, you have to set camp for the night with Ricka, um, Baron, and, uh, You got two horses now. Bonus. You do have two horses, you it can- It takes a bit to figure out how to, to set up the strapping, but, you know, I've I seen a thing see or two. how well, uh, Drustin relates to the horse here. What does he do? Uh, to relate to the horse. He, how well he relates he, to the horse? Yeah. Just, yeah, just as a this fundamental creature like, level. Pulled, yeah, he, he personally up. pulled a, a wagon? Uh, he pulls out a kind of mealy old uh, apple from his bag, Mealy-old walks apple. up to it and says, Oh, what a good boy! Sugar what cubes. a good boy! Uh, we'll see a handle handle. Oh, yeah! He's <laughs> wow. in love with and you. And I look in the eyes and say, Rekka, this horse has wisdom. Oh, and the horse, like, lowers its head, no, snorts out its nose, and, like, rubs <laughs> against Drustin. <laughs> How much did you pay for this beast? Glares. How much did I pay? Is that Snappy? What a survivor! Snappy, is that you? Uh, Oh my god! Actually, Greg, how much? The horse of Surmandor. Reminds me. What reminds me of Surmandor? God damn it! Is this the reincarnation? Uh Is that you, Surmandor? It cost you a gold. Total. You said, oh my god, you it's said, so cheap. You said you'd be back in a in within forty eight hours. It's a fucking steal compared to getting robbed. They charge you. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> yeah, what do I owe for a the cart ride, ride down to Waterdeep so and back this. and... Lively times. Oh, uh, that was uh, uh, skilled hireling, so you're looking at uh, you're looking at 10 gold, all told. Two horses, okay. a cart, <laughs> skilled hireling. Is that me and Justin each? I, I was, no, he's came along for the ride. Ten, I, I, yeah, 10 I put the build on that one. <laughs> I am just about broke again. Again? Bear bought a lot of jade dust. Most frugal. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, Justin. Weird. I'm just gonna assume that that is a hardcore drug. This horse has so much wisdom. <laughs> it's all back to snorting residium. Jesus. Jade uh, <laughs> dust. Don't Dang. judge me. Get out of your tent, Justin. Get out of your tent. Just spend a lot of time in his tent. This is an intervention. <laughs> okay, so uh, after camping, breaking camp in the morning. Uh, uh, getting the cart, uh, hits back up to the two horses, getting there. You get there, uh, call it, uh, you know, mid-morning, mid-morning the next day. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, Mock and, uh, Bearjaw are, uh, ready to receive you. It's about when you guys expected them. Best case scenario is when you expected them. Are so, yeah. they doing carousing day two? I mean, Well, then, depending on when you arrive, you arrive before had to out of the well. No, 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 they arrived the next morning. Oh, the next uh, morning after. Okay. So, that was the beginning of the next evening. So you had another night. Do you choose to go to sleep, or do you choose to carouse further after your day spent in the well? You will take exhaustion. I'm carousing on anything above a 15. I'm, I'm carousing. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, then Bear Jaw will help. <laughs> He's so angry about being robbed. Hey, when, 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 going through, when going when going through hell, house. keep on going. Keep on going. Uh, this time, Mock, uh, keeping his um, keeping his purse less well stocked. Uh, I, I would think that that would be that would be an initial an initial sober kind of decision before the drunkenness sets sets in and compromises everything. <laughs> All right. Time in the well spent up dried him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, then mark it off, and uh, when you come back in to the old Borin, having been missing for a while, looking like shit, Mock says... Mock says... Another round! <laughs> he says, If you'd fill the well up with a beer, I'd have a lot easier time getting out when I fall in. Fill her up. I get you. And the Mox band starts playing again. Mock's beer. All right, give me your like next deep sea one. Oh, like up to the are you side. doing it too? Are you getting yeah, going full force in? Yeah, All right. Bird is along for the ride. Ah. This time, red is the is the the tens digit. Mm. Yay! So what does that mean? Wait, Nothing. It's it, it zeros is hundred, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's no, not no. Two, two zeros. Two zeros. Okay, it's not one hundred and six. That's impossible. I, I understand. So you got six. You got oh. six. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought it was two zeros for some do you, reason. Do you know what Bear Jaw got? One hundred and four. <laughs> no, one hundred and two. One hundred and two. She rolled a ninety-eight. So you get ten what? total with You add your lower. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Don't forget to add your so lower. You exactly ten. You got ten. She got hundred and two. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had sixty. I could have been a champion. Bearjaw is a better partier. Bearjaw is a much more sensible person when it comes Very to carousing. Yeah, it's really hard to get Bearjaw drunk. Okay, so first of all, I need mock to roll at the D4. Oh, oh. no! <laughs> How many vendors go with this? Shield Holy That's shit. That's the roll. Just this roll, is the roll I've been waiting just for. Just roll a d4. It's oh! a three. Okay, uh, and I need Bearjaw to roll four d6. Okay, I've got four here. Oh, you have four. So here we go. Go. Uh, 
Alright, got 9, 10, 12. 12. Um, so, as Mock is drunkenly yelling out objections, the constable and two of his men. Herman. Mock and Herman as the constable and two of his men. far beyond the line of fun partying. It's like partying at everyone's expense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the constable and two of her men, Bearjaw sees them dragging Mock out, and Bearjaw sees that this is just. He is strong enough. He will handle prison. <laughs> <laughs> it will be good for him. He may level up. Take the edge they off. Are, they are the dragging Mock out as Bearjaw puts her arm around a pile of gold, pulls it towards her. At the end of the night, Bearjaw comes out of 120 gold richer. The first wow. night... <laughs> they were betting on... <laughs> They were on how many how many men it would take to drag Mock away. Oh, you say five men. Six men. Sixty gold pieces on one hand. We we've as a group we've netted, but it's been extremely imbalanced. And and it does say the Krausing becomes stuff of local legend, so we'll leave that. This one time there was this Goliath. <laughs> and she came in, and she freaking beat everybody. Well, I think it, I think it starts it starts escalating like, can you lift my cow? Yeah. Okay. The next morning. The next morning. The next morning when. Uh, so many Which cows is not this music. Uh, I got to leave these queued up. So There's like, no way you can break that boulder, Berja. Okay. <laughs> So the next morning, <laughs> like you probably broke a barn. Yeah. When Mock, the next morning when Mock awakens in the uh, drunk tank, um, uh, he is informed that three days in prison is uh, is what his sentence. It was only a trip to the drunk tank, and still he started trying to fist fight with the constable himself. Yeah, absolutely, the judge, the judge doesn't like to be called that. The the or propositioned. It says, or you pay, or you pay your ten gold fee, and you can oh, go now. I, you are sobered up. There's no way Mox gonna give these guys a nickel more. Bearjaw will fuck. He's pay. already given them. Bearjaw will pay his his ten gold. Bearjaw wakes up Bear in the morning, well rested, feeling great. Uh, richer. Quite I feel wealthy. good. I feel good. I will, and I will, as Mock and Bearjaw are uh, walking out uh, of the local, uh, the, the local um, small jail, <coughs> jail house, as we call it in old timey times. Old timey. Uh, walking out of the jailhouse is when Baron, Drewston, and Ricca uh, ride into town on their court. Drewston <laughs> says, "You can introduce whatever you want, and and Lincoln is playing off your lead." All right. Uh, so, says. By the gods, Mock, how badly did you get hurt by those dirty guard? You look terrible! <laughs> Bear just starts Mock, Mock glowered at Dresden, he says, Ah, stop it, Dresden! I would rather spot the Dwergard for four straight days rather than spay, spend five more minutes in this town. Let's pack up and leave. Or that well. You hear someone walk by and, uh, and loudly exclaim, <clears throat> That's the one! That's the Goliath! That, uh, he says, She was... Uh, arm wrestling for two days straight, undefeated, as they walk around. Don't the forget how I lifted up the cows easily. <laughs> While lifting a cow with the other hand. It's important that they get the details right. Uh, we can leave as <laughs> soon as you like, but I've got a bit of business to attend to. What, uh, first, he heads back to the place where he rented the horse from. 
along with the body of the oh, yeah. dead. I thought you were supposed to take care of that. Oh, it's a different body. Yeah, we exchange one body. Remind me not to travel with you. From the distance, you hear a Rika lets you take care of Was that bear? It is I, lifter of cows and breaker of arms. I was following a bunch of greylocks back there. And, she, man, and then she turns her head. <laughs> I was traveling far behind, and then I saw a bunch of the, you know, some of the remains of some greylocks. Greylocks. And you all see, or describe yourself. <coughs> it's me, Ted! Oh! <laughs> all humans look alike. I am so sorry, Ted. Wait! Hi, Ted. Well, let's, let's paint the scene for a moment here. So what does he look like and who's he with? Uh, Give me image. Are you sn- are you still naked? <laughs> <laughs> Last wearing, I saw... Oh, that's why, that's why. I'm I didn't recognize you with clothes on, I'm sorry. What kind of clothes uh, is he wearing? He's wearing kind of like uh, fluffy, piratey looking clothes. Fluffy. He's a little bit roguish at times, so he kind of... <laughs> He's uh, bald on top, and he's got like uh, you know goatee mustache. So like parachute pants and like a big puffy pirate yeah. shirt. Puffy I'm black blues. pants and a puffy white shirt, and he's got a rapier and everything. Like he's that. dashing. He's very. <coughs> Does he, he have a pirate hat on? Is it a tricorn hat or like the or a the admiral one? Oh, or a tricorn or a I wasn't wearing a hat. I wasn't thinking about it. Well, I don't know. He's a uh, yeah. No. What's his hair like? No, no hat. hat. He's yeah. He's bald. 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 bald, bald yeah. completely head. Okay. I am also bald. We have. Does he have a bright red sash as a sword belt? Now he does. <laughs> yeah. Now he does. Is his mustache waxed? And standing aside. Only one side of it. Just standing beside him standing is. Standing beside him. Oh. Migosh. Migosh traveled with Ted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This Migosh. is uh, where my manners. This is Migosh. What is what Migosh? What is a Migosh? Migosh. Outcast of Cree. Do you guys know what the Cree are? No, no. no. Describe Cree. what he looks like, everything. <clears throat> but don't describe the, the, the. So, the knowledge that they don't know. To first describe Migosh what they see. stands towering before all of you. How except towering. Baby Bear Jaw. He's 12 feet tall. Okay, oh, yeah. holy <laughs> shit! That towers is a big tower. He's about 950 pounds. He is ripped. I mean, just all he wears are just torn off, like. What the fuck? He is the Hulk. Like, like, Hulk like torn up, crappy, dirty Hulk pants. Yeah, yeah okay. like Hulk, Hulk pants. Uh, he carries. He's got a club with teeth in it. Okay. Like instead of it's like a studded club, but it's when you look, it's teeth. But the teeth aren't poking out; they're poking in. <laughs> like he had smashed somebody in the face, <laughs> and it's stuck. Fair dog like makes this motion like she's got hair. An enormous like duffel bag that he's just carrying with him, and he says. Does he look like a man or like? <coughs> oh, he's look uh, that skin color. Yeah, he's hair. green. He's green. He kind of looks like uh, like a giant orc. Like a he's big, the Hulk. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of like the Hulk. Uh, he's got. You think he has Hulk. like a spiked collar? Yeah. But it's not. It's just horns that grow out of his neck. <laughs> that is and, a cool idea. And don't he, hug this guy. He's bald. He has. There's no hair on him. He's completely hairless. hairless. No promises. Um, and he's got tattoos all, like his whole, everything that you can see on him Amazing. is tatted up. There's, there's a person who was at the party <laughs> and was like, and then, bear jaw, arm muscle, oh my god. No, 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 no. There is, slowly, as you guys are meeting, more and more people have come forward and you're starting to hear the whispers going, a challenger has come for bear jaw. The word has spread already. So Migosh, like, walks up to you guys and he goes, Migosh, travel with Ted. 
dangerous to travel alone. Migosh. For him or you? Migosh need money. Mm. <laughs> Lots of you me small more. folk. Me except, you except, except this one. And points at Bearjaw. Oh, do remember, Migosh, I remember to pay you. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to have you around. Just, uh, so, uh, Migosh like you too, Ted. <laughs> Thanks, Migosh. Thanks, Migosh. Uh, do you guys need a moment? I think so. <laughs> Migosh fight? It's a handshake fight. Is it the predator grip? Yes! It's the predator grip! Oh my god. Migosh reaches out his hand. And what, what happens? Roll off yeah, 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 yeah. Roll off. Roll off. Roll off. I'm wondering what you, is happening. You ever, so what, so, so if what you've happens? seen Predator, it's like the, you clasp arms and you squeeze as hard as you can until one person just. But, but, but well, Migosh, what, what? Migosh doesn't know what you're doing, so you describe what you're doing so he can react. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's not how this works. Migosh is how it works. You put your arm out and Migosh literally just puts his hand out like this. Okay. That is like that. What is Bear Johnny? He clasps your arm and then starts squeezing it and says, We we do this now. You get and Migosh goes dead fish on you and goes, Oh what do you do? Migosh You give her the dead fish. What? Okay, well then she's just gonna try to flip him right now. If he's gonna do that, she'll attempt a she'll attempt a maneuver. Okay. Maneuver. A maneuver. She's a tank commander. Um, if if he's if he's not gonna try to stop her, then she's gonna try to flip him over. Yeah. All right. How much does this guy weigh? Nine hundred pounds. You said. I can do nine hundred. You can lift nine hundred over oh nine hundred pounds as we did already determined. This is doable. Uh, so roll uh, roll the post <laughs> athletics check. All right. Athletics, you said. Athletics. Cool. Tank. Okay, that's a twenty. One. What's your athletics? Uh, what's the what's the number? Six. Yeah, that's her six. best one. Six. Oh, that's not gonna be. That's gonna be a lot lower. Yeah. Migosh gets. We'll call it a fourteen. Then. Okay. So. She fl- she flips you. Migosh the crowd <laughs> screams. She helps you up. As Migosh, no, no. As Migosh flips. Then he's, his grip tightens, <laughs> and he doesn't let go as he's laying on the ground, and he goes, and tries oh, to bend. Right back. We're going to do another one? All right. Oh, oh that could 24. be better. Now you get me. Oh, Bear, I'm not expecting the follow-up. All right. One more, for the, the one more break the tie. So, okay. They're both <laughs> on the ground. Arms clasped. This is like an like, Indian leg wrestle, but with your arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 20. That's, oh. that, that's, a, that's an 11. Oh, oh, okay. That job. was a good. So, Ooh, there's a sweat. Oh, there's a sweat on her brow. Migosh stands up, still holding on, and says, <laughs> Nice to meet you. Nice, <laughs> nice to meet you. I... Don't do that with them, though. You'll kill them. And he, looks, <laughs> he then looks to, the, to one of the rest. He looks at, at Baron and holds his arm out to Baron and says, <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. Uh, Baron, looking up, uh, three times as uh, waves and says, Hi, I got some business to take care of. I'll, I'll let the others make introduction. And here me gosh. And me gosh just offers his hand to anyone else. And says, Rika. Please to meet you. Please to meet you okay. as well. 
<laughs> I am the Rika. You're yucky, yelling. I'm yelling. Can you hear me? <laughs> that was beautiful. So Migosh then kind of turns to you and says, I'm so happy. Migosh need more gold. <laughs> you need Migosh? Yeah, Migosh, yeah, he'll, 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 he'll work for anybody. He'll Wait, you, you, Migosh, you, you, good worker. But it, it, also had I'm a really tag. glad you made friends with them first, Migosh. It's, uh, I'm, you're really learning this business thing. <laughs> Migosh, quick study. And I'm so happy. <laughs> you human. Hmm? You said your name was Ted. Who the hell is this? Oh, well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I told you Ted. about Ted. If my memory oh. serves, you sired two very strange half-elves. Oh, that's all right. I didn't know you were keeping track. Ah, cool. Do you keep track of you uh, sire too? <laughs> I do not sire. I am female. Is this? I don't know what dwarves are. Is this screen corn in all the things? Papa? Ah, I, I you so. all have beards. It's complicated. Yeah, stuff happens, it's hard right? to understand. Anyways. I can't really see the resemblance. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Scrimcorn resembles anything. Well, that's true. You Slime, rocks. Sometimes he resembles small bugs. I that. Baron is driving the cart off towards right. where he rented Yeah, from. yeah, Baron's, Baron's gone. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what you guys are talking about, but I'm here to talk to you, Bear Job. Hi. Yeah, apparently there are some people that are after you, and it looks like you killed wait, somebody. Wait, wait, how do you, how do you know that? I, I heard that there was a book, or what is it called? <laughs> it's called a, a, a parchment. Note, there is a parchment note book uh, about me. And them, I guess. Parchburger. <laughs> well, well, I was back. Well, after you left, mm. Haldash. By the way, after you left Haldash... You were in Haldash? Well, yes, that is where I brought the clam head. It's a long That's story. You failed back. to mention that. <laughs> it did not seem relevant. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> That's aye, what we aye, met. That's aye, how aye, I know Bearjaw. I'm Ted. That's and Ted. That's why I met Bearjaw. That's Rika. That's Baron. That's Mock. Yeah. Well, Mock, nice to meet you. Ugh. That Bear? is the green one. Baron's not even there, yeah. but he wanted off. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She points to the cards. That one over there was was there. Oh, all right. Well, she she gestures and then notices you're not there. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, now after we are our, all introduced. And Haldash, yeah. Well, nice to meet all you guys. But uh, the important business at hand is that after you left Haldash, there was uh, some shit went down. <laughs> oh, and I missed it. Yeah. After that uh, whole thing with Javin, how you. Uh, Explain the, explain the situation. We explain the situation yes. real good. Yes, I did a good job. Yeah, after you left. Apparently he was some big shit over there. Oh no, he was not. He was coward no, and well, dead. Well, that may be the case, but yes. he was pretty well known. He had he had merchandise. Did you know he had merchandise? Like small bubble head? Yeah, bubble. <laughs> Steins? He Steins? had his own Steins. No, that you is stupid. You can have stupid. some if you want, because they were selling for dirt cheap. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bag full of them right here. So, That's all so, me I was just carrying. And truck <laughs> It's just all just like merch from like, like lowest boarding events. <laughs> Don't forget to sell those steins, me. <laughs> Hit the streets, me. You'll buy a man. Okay, you'll buy the money. Migosh doesn't move. He drinks. He's not carrying any of your stuff. <laughs> Migosh no carry your thing. Where are the steins, Migosh? <laughs> Migosh carry nothing. <laughs> Migosh, carry Migosh. I don't want to go back for that stuff. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, who, who was it you killed? I. Uh, 
I think Kevin. it was. Who killed him? Who killed him? Was it me? Uh, when Thruston hears that, he knows yes, a lot me. about dwarven history and all that. Does he recognize this name? He does. When they uh, mention Javin Stromgald, uh, the name does indeed ring out uh, uh, to Justin. Uh, Javin Stromgald is a, a famous famous dwarven adventurer. Um, you killed Javin? He was like saying you killed Indiana Jones. He was behind his own cowardice. That Javin a coward? Not a I can't oh. believe that. He's a famous adventurer. Calling me was. I read all of his books when I was a wee lad Ted, tell about them. his tell amazing adventures. Right, and they are wrong. Yeah. You read them too, Yeah, do you remember when he was in the, the those illithid labyrinth and the, I, oh, and oh. how he survived in the underdark, eating only worms. Eating those big circus foot worms. He just kept one in his mouth well, and every day taking all the bites and regenerating. Oh, I know, you were fucking crazy. He went crazy in the big tube with the clam man. Yeah, yes. the big tube in the middle of the water, the water, the sea. That made him go crazy, and now he is dead. Migosh lets out. So I guess I am better than I, him. He feels we have like lost he's going to be the great dwarven <laughs> adventurer. He puts down his duffel no, bag you and shame. sits on it because he's pretty sure we're going to be here for a while. That was weak. You, he, we uh, called, we called him. We called him. So, Baron just got a price on her head because she killed Jonathan. No. How would I told you he killed himself by being a coward? Yeah, and she told everyone. And, and he tried to kill us. <laughs> she told everyone he was it a was coward. Immoral. And then everyone was like, "Fuck this Javin guy. He's a coward." Yes, that was the right response. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. And why are they trying to kill me now? That's why I got everything on sale, all of his stuff. He, he pulled, he pulled Are there scars? He's got a I could use a scar. Jab <laughs> strong old shirt. This was this was a cop. I love scar. I love strong gold. Strong gold strong. Live strong gold. I'll have you some steroids. Well, I'm sensing a parallel. <laughs> One ball, you know. Um, <laughs> I did not count them at the time, no. Um, yeah, so uh, that might be the case. I mean, I don't know. I, I, the reason I'm here is because. Yes, to continue in that. I don't want you mentioning my name, Bearch. Who <laughs> <laughs> came all the way here? I have already said it times! I wanted to make sure you're okay. But, yes, of course, that is why you are here. But don't mention my name. <laughs> Leave me out of this. <laughs> what do you know about this? It's hilarious. Your son left the town like literally like 24 hours ago. Also, I'm He's taking no interest down. in that at, at all. <laughs> also, you don't Fuck know spring corn or oil, oil vein? That might be for You don't know your own songs. Uh, I don't know. That sounds familiar, but... Uh, what? Can't one of them is gross and the other one is incomprehensible. Hmm. I don't let it you sounds decide like a lot of people I've met before. Well, how many of them are your sons? Rika is literally making this face at him. Baron's not there. Mock is making love to the the water jar. Trying to drink all the fresh water in its magical contents. And he just like, wetting oh, down a cloth and kind of like ties it around its bald head 
and just kind of slumps against the wall. There's <laughs> all his antics go on. So Rick, Rick, Rick Bear, you can come to back after. Hang on. You can show up at the party. Rick might do a hangover here. Uh, Baron has other business. He also goes back by the Ukraine shop and with the letter of credit oh, yeah. for the uh, alive payment, whatever that will end up being. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. You stop by, uh, uh, we'll resolve the cart thing. We don't even need to resolve it explicitly, but uh, um, if Baron offered some payment. Uh, he did. Uh, yeah, he he uh, offered him uh, 50 gold. I don't know what's proper. Oh my god, uh, that's a lot. Also, someone's alive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 50, uh, yeah, 50 gold they graciously uh, accept, but also in sadness. Uh, and before we get and, the new Ukraine <clears throat> money, because some of this is going to Rue, Hawkland, and some of it's going to you guys, uh, 29 gold from your kobold encounters and stuff. Okay, but you guys haven't like really met up to resolve that. This well, is literally your meeting in the street. This was Rue giving it out before, because oh. Justin wasn't there. Okay, gotcha. So Baron uh, heads over to the Hukreli with the note. Yeah. They render open up the cash register, the medieval cash register. And uh, and uh, lockbox, little lockbox, and uh, uh, hand over the money. Great. Uh, the seal—it's the official seal of uh, Lady Hukreli. And uh, you can come back to this conversation. How much is the money? It's zero, 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 zero. Is it it was. No, I can't roll. I think it was one hundred and twenty something per person. Was that what was the alive bonus? It was an additional one hundred and twenty-five per person. Uh yeah, if they're alive. So we're just gonna mark that down now. Okay. Just go if you want. Just go ahead and add one hundred and twenty-five to each of your things. Plus twenty-nine for all of you guys. Yeah. You said it was what? One hundred twenty-five. Plus twenty-nine. And an additional twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right, I just wanted to bring Baron back to this conversation so he can continue. Um. Well, while, while all of that is going on, Ricka um, uh, heads over to the inn and orders the um. The Amberhelm family hangover cure for Mock, which, <laughs> as, as before, was all pretty much a complete breakfast mixed into pancake batter with all of the herbs and spices that you can find around. Mix it together, throw it on the griddle, cook it until it's done, and then serve it with a huge amount of butter and syrup and a beer. Ricka comes back with this uh, from Mock as this conversation oh. is still going oh, on. Oh, bless you, Auntie. Oh, bless your soul. And he just starts. Shoveling it into his mouth with his hands. I slowly though. I this very slowly. Golden golf. Uh, Baron comes back with a big old sack of coins in his bag and says, "Ah, uh, so what I miss? Your Ted, your Migosh. Uh, Did you get the part where I beat him? No, uh, no. Yeah, I was here okay, for that. Just yeah, sure. I saw just you toss sure. each other about. It was rather impressive. You're a Truly a mighty pair. Speaking of things missed. Strange way she says hi. Hi, I kind of agree, but you know, it grows on you. Uh, speaking forced. of things missed, uh, the, uh, we saved uh, uh, Shawin. Oh, aye, that was the other oh, thing. Oh, right, that's uh, good. Met up with her in, uh, in, uh, what the hell the bloody town was. Waterdeep. Aye, Waterdeep. And, uh... Was able to pull some strings at the Temple of Moradin and uh, good. get get her pulled up and get it up for free. It was a lucky thing. Baffert didn't make it. He died on the way there. And it turns well, into bark uh, dust. Uh, that's oh, case. but Mark, Mark, you won't believe who we ran into. Aye, 
We saw your lad pupus. Mock, who had previously been... He had, he had regained as much vigor from being handed a bag of 125 gold coins as he had from, like, wolfing down in about 10 seconds this, Adric, hey, uh, this Amber Hell hangover cure. <clears throat> but with the mention of loathsome pubis stone shaft, uh, his sour expression, uh, a sour expression cloaks his features and he once again is in a deep state of depression as you mentioned as you mentioned a falcon companion he says that loathsome dwarf I, I'd rather not lie eyes on again the rest of me days what was the uh, the blackguard up to in Waterdeep so Drusen sees his reaction and you know he's observant he took the feet he tends to be a little naive, <laughs> kind of optimism of the world, but he puts together the clues. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got Mark. that passive investigation. Yeah, does. exactly. He says, oh, Mark, I'm so sorry, cousin. He I think was... your fears, whatever your fear, it's even worse. He was presenting your work to the priest of Morden as if it was his own. He refused to acknowledge us, even when I called to him from across the citadel. You, like, Mock just, like, visibly shaking <laughs> in anger. And then Rick is swiftly like, hands in the beer. And then uh, like as the, the beer's offered, but then he just kind of like deflates and like the color drains and he just like hangs his head in like true, true sadness and just kind of like walks slowly away. You know, like dropping the plate behind him and just kind of like saunders away just in, in true sadness and, and grief. To, to to hear kind of some of his worst views confirmed. And it's one of those things where it's like it's not like new information, but more kind of like a reminder of the state of things. I just don't see how he can get away with it. Don't they know it's Mark's work? Uh, I am not... Pubis, what? Is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, uh... I think our business in Oakhurst is concluded. No reason for any of us to be sticking around here I any longer, know, although... I've been making some good money. Uh, what... Oh, okay, well, I mean, it has been another lucrative time in this uh, town, I'll give it that. Uh, and, uh, pleasure to meet you, Ted Migosh. Uh, your sons were here recently, if you wanted to talk. I mean, they're probably nearby, I don't know how, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Ice cream corn and oil vein, who I mentioned earlier. Or maybe it's the wrong people, don't know, uh, half uh, elves. It doesn't really ring a bell. How many anyway. children do you help, Ted? I, that, I don't know. Have you, have you ever... I'm sorry to ask you this when we've only just met. Have you ever ha- uh, had a relations with a drow? I've shot a lot of oats in my time. <laughs> oh, I think, it's kind of hard to say. I think so. if we put Ted and Andrew Everyone into a room together, the dark, the huh? would end. <laughs> no, the universe would become overpopulated. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, so what next then? Yeah. Oh, hey! Oh, Grumba! <laughs> says a large turtle, walking from around the corner. Grumba has arrived in the conversation! Grumba has arrived! the conversation! <laughs> hey, it's Ted! Hey, Grumba, how's it going? Hey. Nice seeing you. Ted likes the ladies, and the ladies like Ted. <laughs> that is true, that is true. You got to say that, that's says, why, that's why I said it so many times, so other people would remember it. <laughs> he says, I know this guy, he was there when you killed that dwarf. Yes, I still can't believe Jack was dead. dead. I can't that either. And that he was a coward and a madman? I've read him so many letters as a youth. That was the time Bearjaw threw a javelin through my balloon. I paid you back for uh, that. 
That's right, your debt is repaid as of two days ago. <laughs> uh, now that our good friend uh, Grumbar is here, cousins I have a, and, and Virgil, uh, I have a proposal for you. No, I will not marry you. Oh my god, you're big! Oh, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Migosh just is still, he's just he quietly that sitting all the there. time. I'm sorry, Justin. I just noticed him. <laughs> How did you not notice <laughs> him when you were walking around? It's like he is the background. It's weird. I thought he was a wall. <laughs> he just kind of stands up, but he's like still kind of half hunched over. <laughs> he goes, Migosh, who are you? I'm Grumbar, the air balloon captain. I take these people wherever they need to go, so long as they pay. Grumbar is a turtle. I'm a turtle. A turtle person. And he goes, <laughs> as he knocks on his shell on his back. This is how you'll Migosh know says, pay. Migosh need pay, too. Yeah, Migosh know? need pay. You got a lot of cotton. Do you have a balloon? Yeah, that's what people do when they do their job. <laughs> you ever fly Cree? Uh, what is Cree? Migosh fit in balloon? <laughs> Are you big? Are, is a Cree he's 12, the race? He's, he's, he, yeah, he's a race. And, uh. <clears throat> How do you spell it? They're large. C R E E. They're large. Unfortunately, are it's you also large an alien race Cree? in the Marvel yes. Universe? You're okay. gonna get a lot yeah. of cross pollination. Right. And that's fine, fine. Guess, guess. So, uh. Cree is large, and he is. He says, a large Cree. He says, I have met some Cree before, but never as large as you. You would fit in my balloon, though. I designed my balloon to be the best travel in the land. Migosh. Hey, he looks around at this group and he says, It'd be a bit crowded with all of you, but we could fit. He says, where are we off to? Well, there's They're just, just assuming you're going to hire him. <laughs> yeah, here's my proposal. And uh, these uh, new friends of yours, uh, Bertol, want to come along. I don't see why not. I have certain obligations. Uh, my, my working conjecture... Is that uh, Aldrich is after me? Use and common language. The rest of us, <laughs> because of I, I am not speaking dwarven. Uh, because Conjecture. of uh, because of the knowledge that we found in some the citadel. I think he knows that we found something there somehow, and the only thing we found there was a link to the Karundra car that we know that before Aldrich uh, sired everyone. What was the... I got an opener, Lincoln. I know. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I'm being good guy right now. I'll have another one, too. Four for four. Let's let's take a moment as as Baron is... I'm sorry, as Drusden is... All dwarves the same to you? (laughs) I mean, arguably. Yeah. Um... What was in the note you got about Karunda? Because I might, I might change it a bit. Yeah, no worries. Uh, as far as I recall, it was very like damn. I realize he's <clears throat> Okay, there's. I'll look at. Oh yeah, let's get, let's get the beer selections and then we'll go. Two cider and five pale ale. Take a pale ale. Kaylin, what's the other? All the carbon star from last. One Irish, two cider. Look at it. Oh, what did you give me, by the way? I want to be like a what snake bite. Hey, Link, I think it's just, a C. That's a C. Link, I'll take something. Link, have you done half and half with your cider and something else? Have you, have you done a little bit of a mix before? Cider. It's tart. Yeah, I'll take it's a little like a sour beer. Cider. Yeah. Oh, that is very yummy. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on, time out. What are people wanting? Cider. Okay, there you go. Can, Can I just try the cider? Let me just try it. Thank you, sir. See, you're try with your eyes. 
think you should try it with his mouth. Anyone else? Yeah, give me one second. I gotta see what this side is about. I'm very interested. I like it. You wanna try it? I tied it right now. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, the pale ale. <laughs> it's good. I would love like to put the cider in with like yeah. a Guinness. Like a little snake bite. Is that, is that, is that what a snake bite is? It's, I mean, uh, no, it's actually, it's usually, it it's usually is like harp and. Okay, here's and, uh, fighting swole. I can just cha- I can just like tell you yeah. what it says. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, all I remember was yeah, that like evidence had been pruned across before. I'm just gonna change. I'm just gonna change what was in the Karundakar scroll. So he takes out. Can you hear me? Those. Wait until we can properly come back from break. We can say in the within the Sunless Citadel, it's you know in pieces, and you didn't have time to put together and give it a true yeah. look. Yeah, I've got exactly. So last night in camp, Drustin put together the pieces, used some magic to mend them a little bit. You know, stitched them with by hand, stitched them, and now he pulls it out. Yeah, because suddenly. With this, with this, these orders, like yeah. it's become more important to figure it out. So we re- revisited this yeah. scroll and the bits of parchment because it was very, very damaged, hard to read. So what you put together is there were a few different records in here. It almost seems as if someone may have collected multiple. Because as you're looking at them, they're written in different hands, mm-hmm. written in different times. Clearly, like different types of ink, yeah, different writing implements. This is. This doesn't make sense that it would have all been been like wrapped together and put in a single scroll. This seems like perhaps the work of an archaeologist, someone Ooh. studying the fabled hold. Not, not that fabled, but the the sometimes whispered, like, fallen secret, secret uh, dwarven hold of Karundukar. You guys, if you paid attention to, I don't know, street rumors in your dwarven homes, you may have heard the name Karundukar, like, not, certainly not like an Atlantis, more like a... I don't no, know. Like, like a minor like Matt, either, Matt right? but, more no. like, but more like this, like a, a sunken ship, a famous sunken it's ship. It's a famous sunken ship, Lost like this fallen, this fallen secret dwarven hold of Karundakar. Like, who knows what like, it's about? But what, you've heard uh, the whispers. Like, so, yeah. someone, what the, the feeling you're getting from putting this all together is that someone had collected either their research or profited off other people's research, and and there's multiple bits here. It is very deteriorated. As before, there is the letter. That uh, seems to be some sort of like trade order signed yeah. by Adric himself, um, uh, ordering uh, something, and it's written to, uh, it's addressed to Karundikar. Most of the details are broken down, but it is. You see, it's ad- it's got Adric's seal. While a lot of the handwriting breaks apart, the seal is uh, the seal yeah. stands stands the test of time much better, and uh, and that is. That is proof enough that Adric had something to do with this uh, with this hold of Karindikar. But what you see in the other parts is strange um, numbers and uh, and bits and pieces. And what you realize is, after going through your records last night, looking at your atlases, that I'm sure that uh, uh, that Drustin the inside of the tent is an atlas. Yeah. Oh, and that's amazing. What it is is that there's an obscure dwarven coordinates system done by an ancient dwarven explorer who attempted to map out the the the, the northern dwarven sword dome. coast 
and uh, and came up with his own notation for you know what we might call latitude longitude or something like that. It's a dwarven well, we'll say it's not it's not actually grid. It's some very dwarven like uh, yeah, more inspired by like 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 bricks. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Who knows? And uh, but strange, and he realizes that those numbers correlate to this and that by putting that together you are fairly certain you have pieced together what may be the location of this secret uh of this secret fabled uh d fallen dwarven hold of karundakar this is all over migosh's head <laughs> he, he just sits back and he reaches into his duffel bag and pulls out to your surprise a very lacy white piece of knitting and just starts knitting <laughs> <laughs> Fingers warm. Uh, Tell me when time to go. So, Rika looks at his knitting and he's just like, oh, this is very fine work, Migosh. Thank you. Durstan <laughs> explains this and says, Only if you can I think Adric found out that we are going into the Sumer Citadel, and I think he knows that there's this missing piece here that leads to Karundrakar. I think he does not want us to go to Karundakar. That seems like a lot of things for him to know. I mean, it seems Why weird that this was alive, in Kar that this information was in the Sunless City. Though. Was this like some archaeologist who went in there and got eaten by kobolds and this was in his pack or it something? Was it was definitely collecting dust in that yeah. trophy room along with a lot of other odds and ends. I That's don't know. The, the goblins could have even found it elsewhere and just thought it a pretty bomb. What bubble. about Balak? We don't know much of his history before he entered the Sunless Citadel. Only that he, he was that a sorceress, a, a human sorcerer, a with dream. a very large frog. A uh, large frog. He says, Cousins, the good news is there's a solution to all these questions we have. Yes, we go to Haldash and we crush everyone. Oh no! They tell us what we, we go want to Karunakar! Or that. Is I guess. The, the only weapon we have here is the knowledge that Hadrick does not want us to have. No, now, no, cousins. I have these and, and this. I do not believe that our grandpappy is evil. Okay. I think, just like any dwarf, he's made decisions both good and bad. Evil, no. A more relative. Conniving. Wonderful. Yes. There, there is a word that I, I know from Elvish, and there is not a good translation into Dwarvish. It is called Machiavellian, <laughs> and it describes him very well. And the, the best way to describe is the means, the end justifies the means. And for him, the end is the family. It's true, but okay. keeping this knowledge from us? I won't be the only one to learn it. If word gets out uh, about him keeping this knowledge from folks, maybe better that we keep the knowledge. The more we learn about Adric, only the more amazing he will be. We must know this secret that he's trying to keep from others. I think that is what has landed you into trouble, no, Thurston. You know something that other that somebody, Adric or no does not want you to know. These are all very good and philosophical and all that. Um, but he is trying to capture you, yes? And, I for, think so. and for some reason also including me, perhaps because I'm amazing. But <laughs> Well, it seems like he's got a different beef with you. I don't know. <laughs> I think Maybe it's because I'm amazing. amazing. Well, we don't even know if that's Adric for sure. Maybe no. it's 
a business associates of Arthrix and my, doesn't want to piss I him merely, off? I don't know. I merely bring this up because this is the main feature of why we care. It, right? You are not going to go do this until this moment when people come. Oh no, Durga! Oh no! Ah! Right? Oh, well, I would have right? gone there anyways. But yes. now I can have my cousins along with me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. He says, cousins. Can we just Adric got find his wealth and just squeeze him? And his family. I know. That's my father you're talking about. Just squeeze a little. And his power. You do not know what a little means, Bertrand. So, Mach's still not here. Yeah, by... Why is Mach not he here? Left. He left. He left. Oh, he the pubis thing and hasn't been here the whole time. Not the whole... But yes. He will be back. Later. He will be back. Christian's part. Yeah. Uh, he says, Audric... You introduce yourself when you want. I will. I won't. He's gone. He needs to be sought. I've got something for that. Audric got okay. his power and his wealth and his, his family all through seeking that which most dwarves couldn't get without already having a, a, a good family. I cannot believe he would try to keep anything from us. It says this knowledge belongs to all dwarves, belongs to all the clan. Whatever it may be, good or bad, we must know. You the, are nosy. The lack of the knowledge is a worse fate than finding out whatever we may about our grandpappy, about your father. This is parable, like Javin, right? I tell everyone Javin horrible, then they all know it's better. Well, uh, yeah, I'm seeing this. This okay, is mainly then. your problem, and mainly your problem, and I'm happy to help, because you're he's my cousin, and I like you, he's and no you're right handy to have around, and I like you. And um, he's no problem. So, either we go to the town where you had all the shenanigans with Ted or whatever, uh, and deal with this head on, or you think they're after some information in this lost citadel, and uh, we should go there because that's the thing they're trying to keep you from. I think it's a bit tenuous, but I don't know. Um, the fact of the matter is, Thrustin, she claps him on the shoulder. You're my nephew, and you're in trouble, and I'm not letting you out of my sight. <laughs> it is good. He will probably kill you. himself if you do not go. Oh, I've survived a lot of other companions. I mean, no, I, I really appreciate your comedy. <laughs> I mean, even if you're completely wrong, and uh, it wasn't about Karindrakar, it might get you leverage. That's true. And there may be still monsters to fight. And maybe more monsters, monsters to fight, <laughs> maybe more treasure. I'm sure Mark could easily be convinced of some treasure. It's a lost dwarven city. You seem you like you're always <laughs> looking to get paid. You seem like you'd be a handy sort. And Ted, I don't know you very well. And, uh, but <laughs> you, you will know. soon. Don't worry. I'd like to stick around, because, you know, I mean, I, I figure... At some point, Baratron's just gonna say my name to somebody. It is probably not. I have already you know. said it twenty times. So I'm I'm gonna stick around, and you know, it's probably this this whole thing. Telling the truth, no matter how right it is, it's it's gonna bite me in the ass. Is so this, I'm gonna stick around right? here, and maybe we can do a little bit of a preemptive strike. And and Migosh, Migosh, you'll come along with us too, right? Migosh, come too. Yeah, yeah. For, for Migosh a, need money. Yeah, for Migosh, Migosh like, need more gold. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just uh, uh, Ted names a rate of gold, which is pretty much an outstanding rate, a rate or which would cover the amount rate. that he owes Migosh. 
So, <laughs> so we told you guys that that's how much. That was just paying for him here. Yeah, he'll come. Yeah, he'll work for you guys. No problem. So, so he's just he's yeah. busy for paying it forward. Yeah, he's trying to get out of paying me. <laughs> Let's get our uh, depressed cousin Mark and get out of this. Where the what is this Kalindukar and what is the... I'm blanking on the name. I'm old. I'm sorry, but... Aldash. 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 It's like a haberdashery or yeah. something. It's in my head. And where's Kalindukar on the map, Greg? Uh, um, so... Haldash. It's somewhere. Haldash is... I hear my kids' names half the time. I port, talk to them anyway. Is a port city. Is a port town on the Sword Coast. There, north of Baldur's Gate, in between Waterdeep and Baldur's Gate. With the cliffs. Okay. Fun. Yeah, with the cliffs. Isn't um, that... Where, where are we? You're up here, right oh, there, yeah. in that forest. And what is Karundrkar, according to this weird hexagonal Karun? map pattern? Based on the hexagonal uh, coordinates that... Um, <laughs> that Does everyone knows that a hex grid is the superior system. At least uh, that's what this one dwarf thought. They explained on a little bit. Harder. The spine <laughs> of the world, as uh, they call it. Golly. Oh no! The spine of the world is this mountain range way up in the frozen oh, north, oh, oh, oh. Up, fuck. just on the other side of Icewind Dale. Uh, just on this side of Icewind Dale, and uh, Karunjakar itself, based on uh, your things, is to the uh, northeast of hmm. Mirabar. Well, an adventure? I was really afraid you're going to be like, and Karunjakar is over here. <laughs> no, no. So it's uh, up here uh, near Mirabar. Um, uh, there's... Near our, our crazy cousins from uh, and, and Iron Master. By, by, oh, yeah. by cross-referencing the uh, coordinates with a more recent... Um, a more recent atlas that Drustin paid uh, good Top money down. for in a recent... Uh, in a recent... That's what led him here to the uh, Sunless Citadel. Travels. Uh, you can see that it would appear that there is a small mining town called Blassingdale that Blassingdale. Uh, that sits very, very close to where this Karundakar uh, is. Which is strange to him because if there's a town so close to where this fallen dwarven hold is, the, the hold itself must be quite... Um, well hidden? Uh, well hidden mm-hmm. and people could be settled nearby and have not found it. Or perhaps people have found it... Exist. Died or found it and not known the significance. Who knows? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Could be like a red herring. Whereabouts is it? Because that's that's not far from Mithril Hall. Mirabar is right here. Mirabar is. Where's Mirabar? There's Mithril Hall. And the other was. It's about here somewhere near Mirabar. Mirabar is not a dwarven hold. So no, no, no. Mithril Hall is a dwarven hold. Yes, I'm from. Yes, I understand, but she uh, asked if Mirabar was a dwarven hold. Wasn't that the one that Eric? you guys were talking about? Uh, it, it is. Was... I, I will explain it in a moment. Okay. So, uh, Mirabar is uh, is a large merchant town uh, that is famous among those that uh, know these things um, for being a having a very uh, a very sizable both human and dwarven population. The dwarves live in the undercity of Mirabar, mm. uh, while it's predominantly humans on the top, but they definitely mingle, and it is notably a dwarven population that is not aligned with uh, the other nearby holds. Uh, by their relationship with the with the human part of the settlement, they, they are entirely their own peoples, and the, the dwarves of Mirabar are... Um, Actually, probably any dwarves would know about the dwarves of Mirabar. They're sure, like it's well established. They, they yeah. might even uh, they might even be described typically as uh, uh, as oddballs. You know, the weirdos like like who would. 
be a whole dwarven city, but not be a part of Whoa. this like greater community. Like, they used to be quite uh, quite a big name, or say a couple hundred years ago. But uh, upon the founding of Mithril Hall, a rediscovery rather by Bruner, uh, they were uh, eclipsed because better Mithril mines, and uh, they're no longer the big city that everyone is talking about anymore. So, bit bit prickly relations between my town and them. I've, I've been uh, there. I've been there once, as a, as a lass. A city in decline. Strange accent. <clears throat> strange, strange uh, manners. You all have strange Odd accents manners. Migosh stands up, takes his knitting, puts it back into his bag. But as he puts it back into his bag, you see a little doll falls out. <laughs> Some pink clothing falls out too. And he Migosh has a doll. Remarks <laughs> 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 Migosh has no such thing. So Grumbar just says things that he notices. Grumbar saw a dog. Migosh saw. shoots like an evil eye to all of you and says, Nobody talks of this! Migosh has nothing. Migosh, mighty warrior. Oh, Migosh, Migosh. Oh, he, he doesn't have anything. You heard him. He's got Rick no dog. Just nods and is like, we leave? <laughs> Everybody in balloon. Mutter something about toxic masculinity. Dude, don't set up the balloon. <laughs> Don't talk about his doll! Uh, have you so, decided where you go? Do you want to hire me? <laughs> he says, uh. Have you decided where we're all going? Because uh, you're obviously hiring me? Send Anga to go get Mach. Ne negative. Mach waits until Baron comes and finds him, as he knew he would. Uh, Baron, after some discussion, says, I think that sounds like Karindukar. I'll go fetch Mach. I'm sure he'll be fairly easy to convince. Right. And, and he starts making his way uh, towards the old boar inn, which is where he would assume Mock would go to lick his wounds. But and, th and there he finds him, but uh, but not in front, but out, out back actually, sitting kind of on on, on a stoop, and uh, just quietly quietly carving into a uh, a, a, a shaved corn cob, just very very delicate delicate filigree, um, so like a, a kind of an ornate pattern, just to. Uh, just to create create something beautiful and 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 kind of bring him back to, to himself and the things that he truly cares about. And as as uh, Baron approaches Mock, he says, he says, uh, any talk any talk of that pubis brings me brings me so low and makes me think of the times that I'm that I'm trying to I'm trying to half forget and half revisit. For I haven't told you, Baron, but. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand is what I owe if I'm ever to go back to Waterdeep and uh, and reclaim reclaim my my foundry, reclaim my, my jewel crafting, reclaim my life. Fifty thousand? That's <coughs> that's a princely sum. There's just there's so much it's so large that for many years, for decades you know that I didn't even believe that it could ever happen. I never even tried. And yet I'm I want, I want to try, but it seems like it's two steps forward and three steps back. Confound it all. Well, Fifty thousand, I'd say this venture, I'm probably up five hundred. So, you know, we do a good, you know... Hundred more. Oh, hundred more life-threatening slow. <laughs> and he just lets out a sigh. And he says, he says, he says, uh, it's coming to you now, isn't it? More likely to die in some orc-ridden hole 
Ghosted by gobbers that never see my dream come back alive. Ah. Uh, I'm right there with you, cousin. Although, mine's not quite monetary, though that's a bit of an issue. Mine is I'm trying to ask a favour of the gods, which hasn't been heard of in a century. He says, uh, I don't think it's possible, but damn me if I'm not going to try. Foin pair we. Excuse the dogs, sorry. A dog and, runs and by. And they, they, uh, you know, they, they sit for a minute and maybe smoke a pipe. And he says, uh, he says, well, Thrustin wants to go to Karundagrar. Not surprising, ruins and all that. Uh, it's away from whatever this town is that sent the hitman. Maybe there's more wealth to be found there. Ancient dwarven ruins. Things to be had. Secrets of the family. He says, Coin. He says he catches some diamonds. He catches on the word family. He says, "Aye." He says the the one different difference now is to be back with family, for uh, returning to uh, to the Citadel Adbar only to fight was uh, was never was never something that brought me any peace. But at least here with uh, with the cousins with Rika, he says it uh, it feels it feels a little less hollow. So uh, aye, Karundrakar. Couple more heads to, to heads to bang together, so hopefully something beautiful along the way. But uh, before we go, I've got to visit the mayor one more time. Ah, uh, all right, sure. <clears throat> the, the mayor was Jolly Nixon, right? He was. The mayor was Jolly Nixon. <laughs> he was Jolly Nixon. Okay, good. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, and uh, as, back, he, yep. as he's going there. Ricka sees him uh, making his way to the mayor. She catches on, and she uh, straightens up the helmet, grabs the halberd, and follows behind him. As loud, hey, oi, Ricka. Stomping loudly. Come to collect with me? I figure if it was if it was the two of us who negotiated, it should be the two of us to collect. Close the deal. Uh, any any resistance from the mayor and Bang? It's a short, uh, it's a short conversation. The mayor clearly, uh, in fact, the mayor doesn't meet you. It's yeah. uh, um, the what's the name of the guy we gave the, the comptroller. Oh, what did role. you bring back to prove the death of the kobolds? Did you collect ears or heads or just say you Gosh. did it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if there's anything. I don't know if there's anything specific that we even we even talked about. But like, they're there. It's empty. So I mean, yeah, you can I, s- I, tell someone to like, go in there. Lo- that's, no, better, no. that's better to retcon, honestly. No, it, it doesn't. It, it it it's not actually asked. The the like I said, the mayor clearly was expecting you to succeed at this. He had already sort of given up on you. You won the. The court of public opinion by the way, the manner in which you brought up the services that you'll be providing the town. True. Um, it's only uh, a couple hours walk, and they've been back in town. Yeah, for a couple you get days the feeling now. that someone probably went. That guy you get went. the feeling that he would pay just to get you out of his hair right now because you're because <laughs> we're tearing his town apart. Yeah, you're you're a liability to his like. You sort were of you were supposed to be in jail for on the people. Yeah, in fact. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, you get met by, but wait, there was a name of the role of the person. Yeah, there was, not an assistant, but a... It was a, like the, uh, uh, Controller? It was like no. the magistrate. Controller. <laughs> it was not that. Treasurer? <laughs> uh, no, because those are the people that met. There was, you know, the, the lame gopher guy. The assistant to the mayor. The assistant to the mayor comes out <laughs> and says... The and assistant says, mayor. And says, ah, yes, I am the mayor. This is a new one, actually. Um, yes, I'm, yes, uh, I am... They all talk like that. I have been ex- expecting your visit. He's the supervisor. And, um... <laughs> I have your payment. Uh, I assume Just that shut your up and pay. Um, mission was it 
success. Stop talking in pay. Um, I just need to forms you need to sign. Need to sign with some forms as he uh, lets you in. Has you sit down and lays down a stack of papers. This is spite, spite paper. And like it's all handwritten, and you can tell by the freshness of the ink, like someone like put this together. Rika, I just need you to read an initial at the bottom of every page. Rika takes a deep (laughs) breath, sits down, picks it up, and says, It's alright, Monk. I've got this. And much to your surprise, she goes through this meticulously and perfectly, but in record speed. And when she finishes the pile and hands it back to him with a grin, there's some like. Spelling mm. corrections. <laughs> and then, yeah, she corrects his spelling a few times and corrects his math a few times. And she just looks at me <laughs> and she's like, I used to do this for sport when Adric was in a foul mood. I forget that Adric took you to the, finishing school. He takes the papers and he says, mm, It would seem you may have a little bit of the higher races in you after all. Ooh. And he takes oh, the papers. Fuck. <laughs> Fight him! Fight him! He puts down a sack of money. We're leaving on the anyway. Table, and he takes the papers and walks out. Mark, uh, Mark grabs the, the the money, farts just abusively, <laughs> and then leaves the room. Oh my gosh! Says, you mean two days of carousing fart? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and oh. the hangover cure. Oh, that's oh. Don't forget farts. the hangover. Cure. The hangover cure. Yeah, exactly. A, a couple a couple pipes of tobacco. <laughs> Just, and, and all the grief at learning of Pubis' betrayal. Continued betrayal. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's more money to be to beat up. It's another 750 I don't know if we want to do it now or later. Or, yeah, we're going to plug it in. So 750 for the group. Are you hiring Grumbar? He has asked several times now. Uh, so, Scrim, Corrin, and Oilvane are not here. They're gone. They're not yeah, just not so here. What they... does that mean for money-wise? How do you uh, want to do that? They're not going to get paid. Migosh, okay. take their share. Yeah, that means Migosh <laughs> and Ted are definitely not getting paid. <laughs> yeah, so uh, split it, what, five? So, yeah. 750 divided by five. Migosh, demand advance payment. <laughs> Go fuck Migosh is... So everyone here add uh, one fifty. Yep. Nice. We're racking it up. Oh. That takes me well over eight hundred. We should kick Scrimcorn and Oilvane out of the party every week. I mean, it's not like Scrimcorn was keeping his gold ears <laughs> yeah, exactly. when he was here. No, Scrimcorn gave you his share. Absolutely. Just to go save the children sooner. Yep. That was true. He's on salary, you know. Doesn't. He's on salary. He's getting exempt employment. Also, I assume we've had a long rest. Uh, except for Mock and Bear Except for Mock. Uh, Mock's not doing badly, though. Like, Ru showed up, gave him him all of her lay on hands, and then left. It's true. It's fucking awesome. A massive fucking blessing before she left. (laughs) That's a a long rest of lay on hands. It's true. Um, So, uh, that's, uh... What is that? 300, 400, 400, about 500 miles? What's that? You guys oh, all together on. now? You guys all yeah. together talking about this? Because you've decided to go up to... Yeah. To, yeah. We're Mark, somewhere Mark's near Waterdeep. I forget. Grumbar will answer you because he is the navigator. Never went directly. Uh, I, I got... You're asking, and Grumbar says, 
Mm, Grumbar's pulled out his maps. You guys have come back, and Grumbar has uh, <clears throat> got his maps, and Drustin sees his, uh, his like, oh, pretty good maps, like navigation. Except his are different, and Drustin's well-traveled. Drustin sees that uh, they're, they're maps that include, like, uh, markings scrawled onto the map of what looks like, uh, uh, perhaps, uh, wind charts. And, uh, Grumbar says, Miramar, Mirabar, is uh, just shy of 500 miles north of here, a little bit to the east. He says, and he looks up and he takes in a big, huge breath of the winter air through his turtle face and says, just, I like to remind you guys that he is a turtle. He's quite frequently. Um, he says, the winter air streams can be a bit temperamental. Like I always say, air travel is the safest method of travel, so long as you don't need to get there in a hurry. Uh, and he says, I think uh, we should head out east and then fly north along the long road. I've never been to Mirabar. Right. How long do you think it'll take? He says, well, it's really hard to tell. He says, sometimes we can make it uh, on a really good day, maybe a hundred miles in a day, but sometimes we just sit on the ground all day. We'll just have to see day by day. I will carry says, the balloon. But it's if safe it if you out. travel by horse. Who knows what bandits or wolves could attack you. Wolves are very aggressive to humans, no. I hear. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are not humans. Not dwarves. Oh, uh, Ted. Ted. Right. Ted's Ted immediately being attacked by wolves. <laughs> 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 Ted. And we're all just there like, wolves don't care for dwarves. Exactly. Or <laughs> specifically uh, an older human. Oh, do we think that... Uh, so, Drusen's thinking about, because he's got his own ideas, but how how reasonable do his theories seem like? Does does it seem reasonable that Adric's agent, if this is Adric or whoever is after them, would have people headed to Karunjakar right now? Or is that just crazy paranoia? It you you want me to sort what of magic in is... some insight about the the knowledge? Drusen's smarter than Kevin. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and also, we're in a fantasy <laughs> oh, world. Also, a couple things since you're so smart. Uh, the note did say there'd be more information to be found in room 204, which means somehow they're contacting him or people have been in this town who were agents. Maybe other people in the town saw something. Might be investigating for some of that. Ooh. Also, standard guild rates. What kind of guild? That's true. Who were they hired by? You can maybe get some information there. Other yeah. things I noticed. So, yeah. so uh, yeah. So a couple things. Yeah. So, not going to Haldash does not mean it's impossible yeah. to gather information from. Maybe while Grumbar is setting up the tent, we um, have a once around. That being said, so I, I would say I would say Drustin being a quite intelligent and <clears throat> a very well traveled and well studied guy, um, you know, scrying magic mm -hmm. absolutely possible. Drustin's been been. Exiled for so long though, and he's not heard a peep yeah. from Magic and his family, right? It just seems it would seem strange, like to, 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 have they been watching him all this time to great expense? Yeah. Um he's got the money for it if he wanted to. Seems a little weird. The okay. secret would have to be very big for him to want to expend the ex expend the expense. 
for for watching you all this time. What a couple thoughts come to Drewston's mind. Drewston is with a bunch of Adric's extended family mm -hmm. in a small town for the first time. Yeah. Uh, in in what sort of looks like a secluded remote uh, location, uh, meeting with a bunch of uh, Adric's extended family. Yeah, just the odds of just him that fact alone. Yeah. That could make the wrong person quite nervous. That's true. Um, Karunjakar itself seems less likely that they would know where you're going. Okay. However, you also know that a big balloon floating through the sky is not the most inconspicuous way to travel. Um, it is probably actually. And if you bring that up at all, Grumbar says, oh yeah, it's very obvious wherever we go. Safest way to travel, though. <laughs> Safest way to travel, very obvious. Unless you're being chased. <laughs> They, 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 can, they can chase you pretty easily because they can see you from very far away. Um, so it, 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 it seems unlikely that someone has read this scroll. Yeah, it's more that we become suspicious just by gathering. Suspicion just by being area. together seems that. So, so Karunjakar, while you know, is connected to Adric and, and Drewston okay. believes in gathering more information. And there's definitely something to learn about Adric there. Like, this is a yeah. secret fallen dwarven hole that no one knows about. It's like a legend. Um, okay, cool. So that part... But that's, but, that's but as far as someone racing there to get there before you, yeah, not that part seems like there's a part of Justin that wants to think that's the case because it's almost kind of exciting to yeah. think that. It's like the old adventures of Javin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. Please. How embarrassing for you to continue thinking those thoughts. Okay, <laughs> uh, so he says to his cousin, I don't think time is much of an issue right now. Uh, I think it's more... Us gathering together, that may be raising suspicions. Uh, being near a place where Hadric once was. So let's get to gather together, put us way in the air so everyone yep. can see us. <laughs> oh, danger's gonna follow us no matter what. We are nearly. Hadric family, right on we the other side of the blue. We are not a stealthy group. <laughs> no. Even worse, in the air. We'll face whatever danger balloon. comes to us. Well, uh, if they're high end scryers to watch here, they can scry us whether we're on a horse or on a balloon, so. Easier to ambush us if we're on horse, as we've just seen. True, unless they can fly. Or which on a road. Possible. <coughs> we got all kinds of range attacks now. I don't know. I'm, 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 an acid arrow now. I can shoot an acid arrow. That sounds fascinating. If it'll get us there. Uh, safely, it's worth the extra coin. We'll we'll make our wealth in the dwarven dungeons, not beating bandits and uh, <coughs> stopping at every tavern along the way. <laughs> and I like you guys. And for you, I will give my standard rate that I give everybody, which is two gold per day per person. Per person? He says, every person added to my balloon increases the fuel that it takes. What about says, our sizes? It's our just sizes the way huge. the balloon works. He says, but I guarantee no bandits on horseback without <laughs> magic. And he lifts off seven other disclaimers. Could possibly attack us en route. Migosh can crush bandits. Migosh can crush wolves. Migosh, Migosh costs four gold per day. Migosh falls very hard from balloons, though. I have Migosh. I don't like the idea of being that high in the air. It was pretty fine coming here, innit? I had my doubts myself, but it was a pleasant ride. 
Although a bit cramped at times. The hmm. wind in your air, it's the most free you'll feel in your whole life. You don't have hair. Did you say wind in your air? <laughs> he did say air. He says, I heard a human say that one time. I just thought it was a thing you like. <laughs> what is air? <laughs> the wind in self. your shell. <laughs> Makes a whistly noise at the right angle. The feeling of the chilly air on your webbed feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's making the damn whistling noise? <laughs> you headed your Rumbar, yeah. Stop that. Give him a scarf. <laughs> Give him a scarf. Uh, before we go, uh, Drusen says, there's a couple loose ends I'd like to tie up before we go. I, myself as well. well it will take me overnight to prepare the balloon. Well, okay. it doesn't necessarily take me overnight, but... Sometimes I tell morning. people that so that they have to wait. He says, we need to gather some supplies. I have to go to the farms to go get some fuel. And then I will, uh, I'll meet you back here first thing in the morning, pre-dawn. He says, that's when the air is best for taking off. You want that early morning still air for the liftoff. <laughs> right. right. That right. sounds fascinating. Uh, he says, you see the winds. And then you all walk away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still don't like it, but I told the rest and I'd follow him. Let's go give a chat to the innkeep, see if he knows anything about uh, who was muddling about room 204. It was his inn after all. Maybe he knew something. Or maybe they signed a guest book. You took 204. That was in Haldash. So no, there's room 204. Here. Uh, oh, you took notes on that yourself. Because yeah. I would never remember the number. Uh, yes. Room Don't question the No, it, it was take the information to room 204 in Haldash. And then they had a no, not stay numbered in room, room 204. In Haldash. Wait, did I use the same number for both ends? You definitely had room 204 in Haldash. You well, that's I, where I, they I, were supposed to take uh, stuff. That's, that's, un, that's, uh, un, that's uncontested. That's, but. The the you're talking about the room in the old bar end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I've got some separate. Which was a key that had the room number printed on it. I'm just curious if I accidentally did the same exact yeah. room number. No, which is really just confused. That's true. They we stay two o four everywhere, and they will pay. Yeah. They will keep paying the barkeep until they and if just because whoever's there. He doesn't have like anywhere near two hundred rooms. Or like it's second floor. I, yeah, it's, it's second floor. He doesn't I even have the idea. We don't have a second floor. I want fucking room two hundred four. I love okay. that. So he took the key. He scratched out the two hundred one. Yeah. Yeah. Dig a base. He just picked some nice three-letter numbers that he liked. It's like this room is three thirty-three, and this one is one hundred and twenty-nine. He just likes numbers. Why did you give the rooms numbers instead of like? The Name. brown room, or the third one on the left, because I just like it. It's what I they like do in the big cities. It makes me. One day I will have it's two It's classy. Rooms. It's classier. I'll have two rooms. That's the suite. I would love to hear the story of a mild innkeeper wanting to build his hotel empire oh, yeah. across the medieval world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what, what business did yeah. somebody have before so you leave? you're going to investigate. I want to identify some of our magic. I was about to say, so Drewston's got a couple things yeah. that you guys probably want him to identify overnight. Yeah. Rika, it takes man. 10 minutes. Going to the general store. I got some spells I want to copy. Yeah, but Drewston always explains like this big, huge fucking ordeal. So oh, it's yeah. overnight. I've got, I've got a list. Yeah, the identifying takes 10 minutes. His long pontificating about how amazing these things are, that's going to take a lot. Yeah. 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 Migosh sighs again and puts his duffel bag back down. Sits back down and takes his knitting out. Was he expecting to leave like right now? Right then. 
and he sits back down, just so sad. Everybody's walked away. It's like the next morning, like. Me gosh, keep knitting. You're pretty <laughs> tall. Can you fit in the end? I don't know. It's mighty cold out here. Are you chilly? Me gosh reaches into his bag and pulls out a blanket that he's knitted. Me gosh will be fine. Oh yeah, it is snowy. It's um, a 15 foot shot. Erica loves me gosh. It's also he like. He is the best. <laughs> he knits and he's giant and green. Well, I'll, I'll get some firewood from the innkeeper. You can get something to keep you warm. I love that it's two days from the winter solstice and you guys are heading up to basically Icewind Dale. He walks. Whatever. Migosh walks over well. to. <laughs> Migosh walks over to the stable next to the uh, next to the inn You're and dangerous. kind of cuddles up next to a horse. But the horse is small, so it looks like just a regular man with a dog keeping him warm. And Migosh just says, Migosh be fine. I'm going to see Migosh, this giant person, just spooning a horse on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the horse is like, what the fuck? The horse is drowned if they Migosh get their own blood lives outside. on the ground. Migosh be fine. Down. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I just so he's have to really know. spooning a dead horse then, I guess. In the morning. This horse is cool! <laughs> R- Rika. I ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
The clothes that she's wearing, they have been stabbed through, bitten through by death dogs, gone through a dungeon, slept on the ground, wrangled with a horse that just kept wanting to eat tasty grass, and uh... <laughs> See, the secret is not wearing much clothes. And uh, she, and, and, and the, these clothes, like yeah. after, uh, during their like initial short rest back in town, she had like this big coarse uh, spool of thread which she used to just sort of like seal up the clothes, uh, seal up the holes. But now they're moving to somewhere cold. She needs, she needs fresh cloth. And after she's changed, she says, what's the warmest thing that you have here? Fire. Pants of the Fire Lords? The shirt of the Fire Lords. Heat up the Fire Lords. They've got, they've got, wool. They got, he's got plenty of wool. It's a farming town. Like, they've got, they've got, they've got sheep's wool clothing. Right, I want. Is it? It's expensive. I want a cloak. No, that has like, wool leather. on the inside, leather on the outside. Oh, that'd be nice. And coat. waxed. He says, I go. Uh, he says, he says, we can whip that up. Uh, he says, he says it, it might take a day. Uh, you have 12 hours. Uh, and I'll pay you double. We'll have it in 12 hours. Thank you. <laughs> and it's just smell the roses. You're unfinished and, business. And be flattering. And make me invisible. Uh, goes to the inn, talks to the innkeeper, says, Hello, the strange dwarves are staying in room 204. Oh, right, that's what it was. Uh, when did they get to town? Because they were a bunch of murderous gits and they came after us. They'd like to know what's going on. He says, Well, are they dead? They're dead. Aye. Well, aye, I think so. Well, good thing they paid up front. Hey, isn't it? <laughs> Just, they paid for another week. Oh, you've had some good business. Room 204. Is he says, the thank you. I can save on cleaning costs. Sorry. Speaking of cleaning, uh, can we go? He says, uh, when they show up in town, and did anybody mess with their He room? says, look, normally I wouldn't. Uh, I, <clears throat> normally I wouldn't. Uh, Reveal the personal details of those that stay here, but your companion, the Goliath, she brought in so many spectators last night. My God, I've never had such a busy night ever. I made more at this bar last in the last two nights than I do in the entire winter season put together. <laughs> he says, he says, for you, I'll tell you anything you want to know. He says, they checked in, he says, they checked in the same day you did, in fact. Uh, says, uh, says, Odd. paid for a week and a half up front, and, uh, and says, an extra coin or two for no questions asked. So I asked Anybody going about <laughs> fiddling in their So room? I don't save cleaning costs, because they asked me not to clean their room, actually. Anybody go in their room before they got there? I don't know. There was something about a note about them finding something in room 204. Who was in there before then? So you keep saying that, but the the, 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 the note said, go to Haldash. What did the note say? The, the note said, go to Haldash, stay in a different inn name, and stay in room 204. And broken sword. Into the broken the, sword. Into the broken sword, you'll receive more information there. Oh, that's what I was <laughs> It's the rendezvous point in Haldash. 
But he does tell you that they checked in the same day that you arrived here in Oakhurst. That is... That's unusual. He says, bit of coincidence, isn't it? Especially if they came to kill you. Must have known we were coming here. Lucky Must have been following you. I suppose so. Which, he says, they were a bit suspicious fellows, as I remember. He says, quite uh, your stature, but wore heavy cloaks covering their faces. He says, quite suspicious indeed, but they tossed me an extra tenor not to ask any questions, so I don't. I they're dwergas. I'm clearly a man with a price. <laughs> I have a price. I will tell anyone a new thing if they give me gold. Hey, <laughs> dwergas, deep dwarfs from uh, the underdark, unsavory fellows. Uh, but you know, not to be savored. That's my opinion. All right. Well, thank you for the time. He says, oh, "I take it you have already looted anything valuable from their room." Oh, that's a good point. I'll be up there in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> well done. He shrugs and says, "You did kill them." Straight. <laughs> you keep what you kill. Fucking awesome, man. Oh yes, oh yes. Call it a joke, mongers. Anything of note in the Dwergar's room Call besides the notes? Call it another fifty gold. Fantastic. Fuck Paying yeah. for that uh, few. He keeps that one. He figures. Yeah. He forgot to take out the uh, the the dead. Uh, the, 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 the discovery of the note was, like, super shocking and, like, rocked you guys into action. Ricka, like, went out to rush after. Forgot to, like, loot the place for valuables. Like, True. there were a lot more important things on your mind in that moment. Carousing. Like, like, we <laughs> should go very... fucking drink for two days. That was lucrative carousing, mind you. Absolutely. <laughs> for you. Well, oh, yes. It was, it, was, it was net lucrative. Net lucrative. Pretty good. Net. For the group. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some things that the Grishman is doing. Okay. God, that was amazing. So first off, <laughs> you want to identify the item. First Dan, off, by the way, is dying to know what the sigil, yeah. what the what the uh, uh, token is. Everyone add one more gold and six silver. Right? Wow. Calculated our silver. One okay. gold and six silver. One gold and six <laughs> silver. Because Fantastic. tonight you're gonna have to subtract. Lifestyle expenses, so get ready. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Are you doing the 750 as well? Also, for like the last two days. Oh, yeah. Well, I we assume their carousing day. was part did of we, the I thought we. That carousing a... can count, yeah. Okay, I will I will do lifestyle expenses at the. It's the last thing in my list. Okay. So, first off, identifying the armor. So, he the armor. And looks through his notes and does some calculations in the ruins, <laughs> and the armor kind of speaks to him. I'm sorry, I didn't have these pulled up. Over the, the course of ten minutes. Over the I looked up. What? You failed your investigation check? Fuck you. Dragon. Dragon. <laughs> scale. Armor. What is dragon scale? Two words. It is. Uh, it's, also right. got, it's also called yes. dragon scale mail. I just wrote <laughs> down that Thanks, like, yeah. magic scale armor and that turns your skin green. Okay. Dragon scale mail is what uh, is what this is. That's also the name of my uh, zine. That so, dragon scale mail requires attunement. Okay. Um, this is uh, the second item you know that requires attunement. Yep. So um, it is the red scales of a red dragon. This is made from the scales of a red dragon. Uh, while wearing this armor, it has a plus one bonus to AC. That's pretty sweet. So it's armor plus uh-huh. one. Um, you also have advantage on saving... You don't have to write all this down necessarily, but you have advantage on saving throws against the frightful presence and breath weapons of dragons. Yeah, it's in the equipment, in the... Uh, yeah, you can, you can... Whoever takes it can add it to their sheet in D&D Beyond. Uh, and you have resistance to one dam- to fire damage, because it's a nice. one dragon one. 
Um, additionally, you can focus your senses as an action to magically discern the dis distance <clears throat> and direction to the closest red dragon uh, within 30 miles of you. That's cool. This is a relatively small distance in the... Yeah, but scale of things. If you're, you're hunting a red dragon, ever be within thirty miles. Cool. We're trying to avoid. If you think a red you're in a dragon lair, maybe get to check. It's a dragon lair. It's a dragon lair. Well, you're only looking for red dragon. Not a red dragon lair. Okay. And then you turn a corner and you're uh, like, Oh shit! Yeah. It's blue. Okay. Next, the feather. And the it's scale, feather. right? It is. It is dragon scale male, but it's also it's scale armor. It is scale male. Mechanically, medium armor with plus one. So are you gotcha. putting that on? Yeah. Uh, I guess I am, because I use scale mail. Oh. You sense dragons. I'm currently so wearing many scale dragons. mail. So I love how you know from mine. Yeah, so I Baron, assume, like, Baron is... Moradin and Blaze, okay. Hammer, and all that Oh, too. he's going to make a quick trip to the blacksmith before he leaves town. <laughs> Spray paint job. So the next right. the next that Jurston looks at and meditates on is a tiny object that looks like a feather. But, uh, and you might have even dismissed it, other than being a sort of mildly interesting uh, trinket. So let's uh, except that magic items emanate their magic. What my guess was on this effect, since I was put in a guess in yeah. a spreadsheet. Yeah. So I wrote magic feather, and in effect, it tickles corns. <laughs> so it says you must be outdoors to use this token. You can use an action Ooh, it's a token. Um, to touch an ear of corn, and it will tickle it. Oh, crazy. It's a weird idea. Nailed it! <laughs> Is it a Qual's feather token? You can use an action to touch it to an unoccupied space on the ground. The token disappears, and in its place, a non-magical oak tree springs yes. into existence. The tree is 60 feet tall and has a 5-foot diameter trunk, and its branches at the top spread out in a 20-foot This is my favorite thing. It's Qual's feather token tree. It makes a tree. That's Alec it. wants to use this. A non-magical oak tree, meaning it doesn't go away. It's no. just... It's a one-use summon giant ass tree. Yeah, Alec wants you to use five foot diameter tree. Oh, the token disappears. That's funny. Alec wants to use this underneath a flying dragon, and so this tree just suddenly went right into the dragon. No, like this is like the original Scrimcorn, which was shot into the Xenomorph and turned into a giant oak tree. Where do you think Scrimcorns come from? Yeah. Um. So there you go. Qual's another token tree, consumable. Amazing. Awesome. That's uh, interesting. Dan, Dan was dying to know what that was. He's like, a strange tree token and it's magical. I thought it was a feather. It was a feather. Oh, a, a, a feather. strange feather token and it's magical. Tree. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> you definitely want to go Is there any other magical lot. items you or scrolls to like top picked up? That oh, you got, got scrolls. We've got a scroll of Cure Wounds level 2. And that. a scroll of Inflict nice. Wounds level 2. Why don't you take both of those? I can take both of those, because those are both... I've got a scroll of Guiding Bolt. I cannot use Guiding that's Bolt. That's also on my cleric spell. So take those three. Nice. Uh, that's so annoying, because scroll. spell scrolls, unfortunately, are all unnamed, so I'm going to have to figure out a way to track that. Nope. Oh, when you add them in D&D Beyond, there's just like says spell, scroll. spell scroll. So another, And then my next You can do freeform text. It's taking four hours that night in uh, his tent. To copy the scrolls of Spider Climb and knock into his spellbook. Okay. Using all the magic equipment he has. <coughs> and then finally, he's calling out, he's sending out a group text. Remember to deposit lifestyle expenses, uh, you know, pay the bills on. Well, we'll um, 50 gold apiece. Those were all video. level two. How much is the completely wretched? I already did that. What was it again? 50 each. Yeah, he did the math and gave it to you. Okay, I didn't add that because there was 150, there was 120. Was it 150 for the? Uh, Sorry, it was one one. It was 125 for the. Um, for the for the for the. Uh, the crails. And then it was I think it was another uh, 125 150. from. 
150 from the uh, from the kobolds. From the yeah, kobolds. I didn't put that into the group thing because I just said. Oh, okay, so, so we were at. Well, how is 150? How is 750 divided by five? 150. That's so, that's what the calculator says. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. So yes. okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Also okay. for the 125, depending on how Baron played it, they would have paid you for oh. oil vein and scrimcorn share, even though you know they left. That's true. What would Baron have said? Uh, he would have taken it and uh, put it in the group pile and that's said, "That's a good thing to have." Right yeah, now. that's one twenty-five times two. Because um, he figured they actually no. left before he got there, didn't he? Yeah, he was already gone by the time Baron and Driston returned. We hadn't had a long conversation. He assumed they were just not there when he greeted them. He, he assumed they were there, so he he, t- he, took, he took the money. money, not necessarily knowing that they were gone for good. Yeah. Okay. So that's another fifty gold. Another 50 gold, everybody? Yep. Those spell scrolls were all level 2? Uh, yeah. Okay. So scream corn and oil vein are not getting in <laughs> Well, if... Just for record keeping's sake. It, uh, yes, for record keeping's <clears throat> sake, they, they do not have that money. Uh, if and when... Add another 50. Okay. They, or any of them return... They may collect. They can uh, tackle that topic with the group. Okay, okay. guys, lifestyle expenses. Remember to mark off your lifestyle expenses for each day. How many day. days has it been? Three, four? It has been uh, two nights. Uh, it has been three nights since three we last nights. did lifestyle expenses. So I know I'm poor, so that's two silver pieces each night. So it's going to be <laughs> eight silver pieces. So everyone just mark off right. three, yeah, three nights. Three, Six three silver days pieces. Of, three nights of Did you say expenses. we're covered with carousing, or should I do this? If you did carousing, that counts. That was for two nights. Oh, okay. So that takes me from six silver pieces to zero silver pieces. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I, I think I was pieces. saying. Wait, good. that's literally how much money you have left, period? No, no, no. I have oh. no. 535 gold. After all those expenses, I'm, I'm going back, back to the Jade Farms. <laughs> buy more incense, buy more incense. Yeah, I'm, I, I do two gold pieces a day. For What's your lifestyle? What are, the, what are the descriptions? Modest is one gold. Poor is two silver. I think I'm doing modest. It should One be gold. written, should be written hey, on your sheet. Three gold pieces. Fantastic. What's yours? Um, I believe that mine was poor, modest, comfortable, small. Uh, my lifestyle was comfortable with a two. Comfortable, two gold pieces. Pay six gold pieces. I did. What's your lifestyle? What I carouse. I don't have a lifestyle. Oh, you carouse. Well, uh, for one night, you do need to. Rick is uh, a yeah, kind of girl. girl. Yeah. Modest. Modest, oh. one gold. You didn't tell me that. What's your lifestyle? I, I said two of your nights. I'm assuming you're yeah. squalid. Yeah. I'm just wretched. I'm, I'm also squalid. People give me money. Oh, yeah, fair. Squalid is one silver. <laughs> one silver. If you're wretched. is in the stable. People give yeah. him coins. Yeah. 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 I mean, remember, yeah, no one should be wretched because the description of wretched is. You live pretty. in an inhumane condition. Yeah. <laughs> you shelter wherever you can, sneaking oh, into barns. Oh, oh, my Actually, gosh, that might be the case. Wretched lifestyle presents abundant dangers. However, he's huge. He's fucking Violence, <laughs> disease, and hunger follow you wherever you go. Uh, Other wretched people covet your armor. Do you have armor? No. Your yeah. weapon, oh, no one is going to touch yeah. it. That's the thing I do want to point out. If you do have a low lifestyle thing, it yeah. is meant to come with liabilities for sure. it. We just haven't done that yet, but. I would love to up. have a, yeah. a, li- someone a, a wretched lifestyle in the group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Scream Corner was wretched. I think he is. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, you know what? He's a little rich. I'm moving up to comfortable. Yeah. I'm moving up to comfortable life. 
you can Time upgrade whenever you want because it's just about money you spend. It's, um, yeah, yeah this, and, and keep in mind, the lifestyle expenses is meant to be all these times we talk about eating food and staying yeah. in the end. Yeah. Uh, we're not tracking all those expenses individually because that's totally. goofy. <laughs> the lifestyle represents, you know, what do you spend on food? Sure. Do you order the cheapest thing on the menu? Do you go just find mushrooms and eat them instead? For example, mm -hmm. okay, so is this all just? I don't actually. I'm not familiar with the lifestyle thing. So is this all just flavor? If, we're going uh, fairly crunchy this uh, this time around. But so we're tracking like gold. No, no, expenses. I get but that. It is, it I get that. But flavor. if you're comfortable, does that mean that like, oh, I ate food and it provided me with better healing? No, no, no. no. It, it, it's flavor and sort of narrative opportunity based on the. You know, oh, if you're, Ooh, I love adding if you're, spells. Yeah, if you're wretched, then. <laughs> You know, more likely to have an encounter That's in the middle really of the night. That's really a state of mind, isn't it? Second level. Okay. The reason why we're happy in that so bar, you're not wretched. Doesn't last very long. Guys, I now have spider climb and knock, which is a really time spent. Did you get that searing? Uh, it's not time wasted. Scorching ray. Scorching ray. You got that back? Yeah. Ted, Ted okay. has not paid me gush at all since they've been together. Oh, those are both seconds. Migosh hasn't noticed Wow, well, I did not see. <laughs> he hasn't Migosh is a patient. So Ted's coaching Migosh on, like, being a business Life owner. skills. That's what it sounds he's like. He's teaching him life skills. I mean, he's, he's like a life coach. <laughs> Listen, I'm paying you an experience. Here's a Lenny to my George. <laughs> or no, wait, I had that backwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you're definitely the Lenny in this scenario. Yeah. You gotta pet the rabbits, aren't you? Yeah. Um, Baron goes to the blacksmith in town uh, and says, Hey, it's a bit of a rush job. I'm leaving tomorrow. Uh, but if you could get the insignias of Moradin off my old armor and onto this new one, I'd appreciate it. Or Mock, if you inclined. Mock at the, the blacksmith, his taking care of business is repairing, repairing his armor and just putting up the, the <clears throat> putting the edges back on all of his, uh, his weapons. So... You show up, and between the three of you guys, you're able to, I'm sure, work anything out for a reasonable rate. And uh, also, see if he wants my old scale mail, because I ain't carrying around the old one. Yeah. I uh, think I can get him my, my coin for that, or not really? Not likely. I'd say you probably um, barter it maybe for some of the services and, and re. Uh, you could barter it for the services. Sure. Transferring a symbol, uh, getting all that. It does nice. He does nice work. It's, yeah. It looks real good. Mock vouchers. Sweet. Removing item. You know, I just have to say, from a social standpoint, it's kind of a bummer at times being Migosh. <laughs> because well, he like doesn't no one comes he, to talk he, to you. He wouldn't mind staying. Like Migosh wouldn't mind staying in a nice place sometimes. But nobody understands Migosh. Everybody's scared of Migosh. Is he mumbling sure. to himself? In Migosh the have to stay in stable. Migosh have to stay with horses. Like, Migosh most doors are not bags. like eight feet tall. Like there's no, no building code. Drumbar. So even though he hears Migosh and he says, "I understand, Migosh. I'm a giant turtle." He says, "Wherever I go, heads turn. They think, what's that turtle doing there? Turtles are supposed to be small, but I'm a big turtle. I'm normal where I come from." Migosh and Grumbar, same. Yeah, we, 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 we're the same. <laughs> Migosh reaches into his bag and pulls out a little doll. He gives it to Grumbar and says, "From Migosh." Grumbar leans out from behind a tree and is like, "What are you talking about?" Nothing. <laughs> Grumbar takes the doll. <laughs> leans, leans back. He says, Migosh, I like you. I wish you were around for more than one episode. <laughs> episode. Be my friend. Uh, no, yeah, how do I like, tune? likes him. Grumbar likes Migosh. Yeah, you spend a long rest with it. 
Alright. You have to wear only that thing. Oh, for Nothing being attuning to it? Yeah. It's a short rest. Be great. Ted, I was trying to get that information on the wand of Hey guys, one at a time, guys. Really good at attuning. Did you have to be able to cast Entangle to attune to it? I couldn't find that info. To attune to what? The wand of Entangle. No. Okay. Uh, just not letting me identify it for. I was trying to attune, and I couldn't find anything that I could attune to. Oh, if you go to the item itself, you should, mine had a little attune slot. Uh, look. Yeah, it, it looked like he had a like add attunement. Yeah. Are you attuned to something else? Nope. Does the wand of entangle require attunement? It has a little A with a. That does mean mixer. attunement. So I opened up mine on the individual item in my inventory, and at the bottom, when like it was open, it was like unequip, attuned, and you can like toggle the attune button. Uh, let me check because it's in the spells thing, so maybe I have to go to the inventory. Mine was in the inventory. Oh, I didn't trip. Oh, uh, that worked out well. My, my dex is at least. Well, no, go like trip. open it up and like see the full description. Yeah. All right. I don't want to lose too I'll much time. I can figure it out later. Keep rolling. Anyway. All right. Um. So in. Oh. Whatever, man. It happens. I'll fix it. Hey, I'm in the picture more. Hey. hey go. More center frame. Uh, not um, so. Hey, Kaylin, if you're getting water, could I ask for some as well? Who else would like water? Uh, oh, there are a few people. You maximize this. Do you want more? I think there's just two me. more bottles. Can you click I on would like water bottles. You? Okay. Just, just us, it seems. Wrap it up. Yeah. Really <coughs> so you've got the dragon scale armor now. I do. Pale ale or not? Take it off. Nope. No water. I got it. Okay, we'll do it here. Irish red. I don't want to be the guy who drinks the last beer. I will There's be actually guy. two more. I thought. Oh, I'll be the guy who drinks the second last beer then. Let's go. Paleo or an Irish red? All right. Uh, which one do you want? I've got the connection. I'm not gonna have any more tonight. So it's. I'll take the Irish red. Oh no, no, we're good. We're good. Uh, all right. So. Thank you, sir. It's, did anyone else want to? Uh, Story tell anything for your last night in Oakhurst. Exactly 12 hours after going to the shop. Doesn't matter if it's like 3 in the morning or whatever. Rika gets up, walks over to the shop. It is early morning. It is definitely early morning and it takes a bit of banging on the door before the person like clearly comes out of their bed to live over the shop. They come down. What? What? I told you 12 what hours. What is it? Oh gosh. Oh. Yes, okay, it's ready. And they give it to you and take their payment. What's the payment? Um, Double whatever cloak costs. Call it. Oh, uh, yeah, you I don't know. You want to look it up? Is it in there? Eric's going to look it up. Thank you, Eric. Nancy, you said it Does. Oh, go ahead. And just for reference, this cloak, the specifications that she gave, this is warm and water resistant. <clears throat> Wool on its own is a water resistant fabric. I learned this by uh, standing in the rain at a St. Patrick's Day parade covered in nothing, um, no raincoat, but a, uh, a woolen great kilt. And it was quite effective. <laughs> on top of it, there is leather, also quite water resistant. Yes. And on top of that, it has been waxed to allow even better- Rika is not gonna get 
a drop of moisture. Rika is, is like. Is Rika overly hot right now? Because it's not as It is cold. snowing outside. It is yeah, snowing outside. But not like it's going to be up north. Rika, All that sweat will be securely trapped inside. <laughs> securely trapped inside. Rika puts it on. It's he's like, yes, yes, this is good. This will do. Where does Bear Jaw sleep? I know we've said this before. Under a tree. Under a tree. In the snow. When Bearjaw snowbank. When Bearjaw wakes up, nestled in the snow, she sees four or five people. That's normal. That were like (laughs) peering from around a tree, and like she's awake, she's awake, and they all scatter off. She goes like this. Ah! (laughs) And they run away and say, "Oh, she saw us! She saw us! Bearjaw saw us!" I, like, I love this. I like this town. <laughs> um, all right. As you uh, head out to uh, outside the city gates, where Bearjaw said to meet, not Bearjaw, <laughs> where Bearjaw said, "Yeah, I'll meet you." When when Grumbar said, "Meet me there," Bearjaw um, doesn't pull that "meet me" places shit. She just shows up. That's true. Make plans. Um, Grumbar. Not my stuff. It's got a huge balloon laid out on the ground. The way these, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a hot air balloon, but they like, it's like a huge fucking thing on the ground. Um, and the big, big, huge basket, very large basket that's underneath. So there's the, a crowd forming. Um, because I mean, people, people around yeah, here never see them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah it's actually, a farming like, town. They get up early around here. Oh yeah, they get up early, and yeah, that's true. Too. Flying <laughs> transportation is. Uh, not unheard of in Faerun, but very uncommon. Only normally for the very wealthy. This is not a very wealthy, like, airship. That's like a big, you know, like elongated balloon with like... It's not a party ship. ...a way to propel it. But, um, this is, uh, it's not a very unusual sight. And so he's got it all set up and he's ready to go and, uh... Who's first to arrive? southwest of Faerun. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, uh... Who's arrives, rubbing his eyes. He got very little sleep last night. Copying all these spells into a spell book. Oh, that's right, yeah. It just like it's got big bags under his eyes. It's like, oh, come on by. Good to see ya. He says, I'm about ready to inflate the balloon. You mean, you just... mean Grumbar's about ready. Like, do I keep calling myself Bearjaw? <laughs> I'm just gonna lay down in the in the basket for a bit. He says, Bearjaw, I'm gonna level with you. I wish I were you. Um Drewson lays down in the basket. It's not- Onga wraps around his neck as a weasel and he falls back to sleep. Alright. Uh, What's your name again? Grumbar. Okay. I'm a turtle. Grumbar. Poison. <laughs> uh, Baron shows up at the appointed time. Says, How long does it take to get ready? About 20 minutes to inflate another 20 for the takeoff. Great. Uh, he drops his pack. Says, and Once everyone's here, I'll get going. Goes back and says, I'm gonna get some breakfast. I'll be back in uh, 20 minutes. Alright, <laughs> see. Alright, I assume everyone shows up. No one's a no show, right? Uh, no. Well, you don't see Ted right away. So. Bearjaw just starts eating. He says, Are you guys waiting for that Ted guy? He's gonna show up at the last minute. Just so. Ted probably with Lady. Guys, <laughs> gonna leave a kid. You know more about Ted. It's time to go. Let's go. Ted wants the ladies. Gumbar says, <laughs> "You're the boss, Mark. I assume, and you speak with most authority. Therefore, I treat you as the boss." And uh, he starts. What would the inflating process be in modern air balloons? They like use like a 
I was I mean, gonna ask, heat, what, right? what do they use? Hot air for sure. But like, what do they use for he fuel? He farts in it. Oh, well, he's got fuel. He went out to uh, the farms. He went out to the farms to collect fuel. So yeah, uh, if, if Migosh is watching, Poop. he's got a whole uh, contraption. Yeah. Um, the, 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 there's a, he's a whole contraption, yeah, a, a portable little like stove thing that he can move over to where the balloon is off to the side and he lifts it up and he starts getting the hot air to sort of billow into it. And, uh, he has a, a big, like, um, a fan, like, you know, like a handheld, uh, just like a big conic, uh, flat thing that he... He uses to uh, to to push air into the thing, and it starts filling up as bellow? the hot. Yeah, bellow. That's what I'm sort of thinking. A bellows. Of. Yeah, like a bellows. Like and he starts squeezing that, and then more and more air is getting in. And uh, you think at up. first you're thinking it's going to take forever. It's a big, huge balloon. It's got to carry an enormous, you know, thousands of pounds of people. Yeah, like, but he's got a whole system, and like it inflates quick. By ten minutes, you see it's already like lifting yeah. up and. Uh, and then Bearjaw starts, uh, he's got a, um, there's you a called big... called yourself Bearjaw? God damn! <laughs> <laughs> Grum Bearjaw. Grumbar! Grumbar is putting fuel in the furnace. And you see him reaching into a big, huge pouch, and he takes out these, uh, these really thin patties. They're like, they're like two inches in diameter, and they're flat. They look like York peppermint patties. And he... Tosses them into uh, he tosses them into the fire. It's a whole bunch of them at first, as the fire immediately stokes up and it goes into a big uh, chimney that's got a it's got a curved uh, you know curves to the side and then up and he can rotate where that is to put the hot air into the balloon or outside the balloon as he's uh, as he's getting it all up and the sure enough the balloon starts uh, inflating upwards. So is it filled with a bunch of smoke too, or does the smoke somehow like go out the top of the balloon like its own chimney? It's the 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 it's yeah it's got like um it's vents. got sort of strange vents that uh, must not let out a lot of heat, but a bunch of the smoke comes out. Uh, you know, and if you're there looking, I don't know if Mox like inspecting this thing. But uh, yeah, he sees like there's some sort of fabric there that uh, he's not sure what it is. Mock deals a lot with metals and such fabrics and weaves uh, aren't his thing. But there's something there that clearly the smoke comes out of, but it must retain the heat. Otherwise, this thing wouldn't work at all. And uh, and it inflates up and uh, he's got it staked down in like 10 different spots holding it as the balloon slowly becomes fully inflated. Is it is it like a magnificent circus type balloon or is it is it gaudy is it showy? Work, isn't it? It's colorful, isn't it? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. It lo- it's actually a parade balloon. Um, it is. Uh, it is. It, it's mostly one big um, uh, color or 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 like piece of fabric, except for two notable big huge patches, one <laughs> on each side of it. And what <clears throat> color was the original fabric? And what color are the patches? Oh, what color is Grumbar's balloon? Yeah, no. Grumbar, do turtles generally fly in the air with balloons? Is this something that your people do? He says, oh no, this is my own invention. I'm a weird one. He says, turtles, we don't have much uh, what you might call uh, societal tradition. He says, us turtles, we... Once we become big enough to leave our parents, which is about two hours after birth, uh, we crawl away and we must make our own way. He says, oh yes, oh yes, those that birth us leave us some tools behind and some knowledge that they have learned and we never meet them. I don't know who my parents are. In two hours? That's a bit different than dwarves. It takes about 50 years for us. (laughs) He says, 
He says, yes, it's adorable. You know, in my early travels, it took me a while to figure out how to explain this to people because I didn't understand how you work. This whole idea of parentage doesn't make any sense to me, but... He says, to put it in context for you, no, I don't know my parents, no, I don't know my father, no, I don't know my mother. All the other questions you're going to ask, I can answer. And he was, really overwhelmed. he was literally asking about the balloon. And he God. says, I probably have a whole bunch of siblings. Uh. He says, I don't know, we make our own way. And he says, and we travel the world until we are become old, and then I go back to make babies of my own, and I will leave them my stuff and leave them behind. Migash looks at Migash looks at him and says, Grumbar, what's worse, not knowing parents or having parents thrust you out of, of, of camp? Well, I can surmise based on your tone of voice and the the the, the look that your face is me, Grumbar. He says yes. That's the thing. I'm not crying. <laughs> he says, I'm not crying. Sorry. I'm crying. Sorry. Lift off is the most the event Stressful that requires time. the most focus. It must be done carefully. I don't want to lose my balloon. I don't want to lose my balloon. Migosh is like hyperventilating at this thought of like his family and everything like that. He says, Migosh, sorry. Family sensitive subject for Migosh. The balloon is red and gold striped. Ooh. And you realize that it, 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 it's like a, an exaggerated, uh, it's an exaggerated pattern that somewhat matches the, uh, the color patterns on his shell. Oh, no. Like his shell is much more like muted, sort of earthy versions of it, and it's like exaggerated, like bright leather. versions of that same markings. And the patch color? The patch color is just like polka an, dot. Like, like an <laughs> ugly. It's an ugly brown. It's like it's like canvas. Nice. He's, and he, he, he says, "Don't look at the canvas." <laughs> yeah, paint something on that smiley face. Not pleasant looking at all. Just an ugly. The ugly advertisement he says, about well, him. He says, "I just finally air. received the money to pay for it, so maybe I'll paint it next." <laughs> uh, O'Baron's not commenting. He's standing oh, yeah. in the doorway of the inn, eating a plate of bacon and eggs. Okay. And drinking a beer. And just he can see the balloon inflating like, from it. Looks like it's full, and he quickly quaffs down the rest of it and says, puts the plate in the. He's and hustles off over and picks up his pack where it's laying on the ground near the balloon Bear, basket. All right. Since we're all discussing breakfast, Bear John just has a bag of hard boiled eggs, <laughs> which she eats without taking the shell off. <gasps> oh, more calcium ah, that way. More calcium. What's calcium? <laughs> I don't know what's calcium with you. Ha 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 ha. Bearjaw has the, the door to the basket. You, you must also eat your, your pistachios unshelled. <laughs> so, Is there some other way to eat them? Yeah, so I just gave me the willies. <laughs> Those like are goddamn just, hard. My hair's my worst. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Yeah, I mean, sunflower seeds, fine, but pistachios? Yeah. That's, that's, that's taking it that's too far! Kill you. It's too far. A man has his limits. <laughs> Okay, so Grumbar's got the door to his basket open, and he's uh, helping everybody in. It's a, it's a sizable basket. For this many people, it will be cozy, for sure. Especially but enough room for people to stand Migosh. there and like move give around. That, give him that Migosh is taking up what nine people could stand in. <laughs> I don't think he's actually huge. I don't know like any sense. Is. Listen, we all agreed he was huge. He is huge. All right. Tell him to lay down and we'll stand on him. Yeah, that would be that makes Use that vertical space. He's literally getting like ten. He paid ten percent what we are all paying. If he weighs nine hundred pounds. He's like somewhere between like five and ten people. 
He says, Bearja, you will need to stand over here by the furnace with me because me gosh is over on that side. He says, all of you dwarves do not matter in this context. Balance, balance issues aside. Rika uh, picks a corner and sits so that she is nestled in the corner and braced against the wall. She can't even see over the light. No, basket. she is sitting down. She I is like cross-legged and just like, I don't like this. I and think Bear just tie me, Grosh, hands and feet to the bottom of it. So it's just like this. <laughs> <laughs> this be his way evenly. <laughs> we all just lay on top of me for the whole trip. He's just <laughs> This was not part of Migash's contract. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're not ticklish. We all snuggle with Migash for the next few days. Migash is just the basket. He's just everybody sits on his torso. He's <laughs> roped each yeah. limb to the balloon. <laughs> Lean that way. Uh, it's I'm sure a, a beautiful sight though when we get high above off the ground, which. Not something that many people do. You see one lives. thing as you guys lift, and you see Rue just come out of like the shadow of the trees and give you guys a, like a salute. Oh, it's Rue! And then vanish back into the trees. So Bearjaw shrugged. Uh, Grumbar shrugs. And Can I get an inspiration says, point every time you call? This is uh, character by my name. He says, "I'm uh, ready. Uh, I'm I ready to release the lines." Refresh. Are we waiting for this Ted fellow? And he sort of looks at me. Gosh, what is that Grumbar? Whose name is uh, Grumbar? So you hear some, you hear some yelling, and you see from parting between the crowd as a uh, Ted. Naked, holding his clothes in his arms. Running towards the basket. I see Ted! He's naked with his clothes in his arms. Lift off! Lift off! Lift off! Grouse is hard! Migosh! Migosh just reaches over to us. He doesn't even really, he doesn't even back. He grabs him by the leg. Typical Ted! Yeah, and there's an angry human dude yelling at him, and then his wife. Damn you, Scrimcorn! And he releases the lines, and the balloon <laughs> lifts up off the ground, and Grumbar goes, woo we've got some heat! And, because uh, you guys were waiting a little bit to see about Ted, and uh, the balloon lifts up into the air. Um, so, I came up with Airship travel mechanics. Ooh, amazing. Um, because I wanted to. It, yeah, I have my phone. Can I have it for a second? Why? <laughs> no reason. Okay, Go take so, um, Why not? <laughs> so yes, I I did uh, airship um, airship travel rules because I wanted to actually have mechanics that represent what Grumbar has explained, which is the winds can be temperamental, and some days it can travel fast and sometimes travel low. So, um... So we have to travel about 500 miles? You have to travel about 500 miles. Call it, call it 450. It's shy of 500, so 450. And you need to uh, travel over the air. Um, and what you're, what you're bound by, as Grumbar explained, so... You see, at different altitudes, the winds can travel in different directions. So even if we don't have a favorable breeze at the moment, we can just... And he takes a couple more of those little, uh, those little patties and he 
as you guys are going the wrong direction, you want to be heading out east to the uh, king uh, to the Maribor. North. What's the road? There's a name of that road. road. Eh, it's not the King's Road. It's the Long it's Road. The long it's called road. the Long Road. And uh, you want to head out that way, but you're like drifting sort of south. And he says, and so we just gain some altitude. And then you like lift up, and then slowly the balloon starts moving in a different direction. And he says, it's not entirely reliable, and sometimes we don't get at the direction we want at all. But he says, he says, with a skilled airship captain such as me, he says, we can, on average, move at a pretty decent pace. Oftentimes, I can beat the horses that are down below. He says, so let's see what the day holds for us. On Thursday nights. So uh, we roll a D100, and that's how many miles we travel? No, it is. Um, so, I the... I want to do young Yar right there. So... Uh, I still can. can. You can say Moment. Why are we on yelling? <laughs> I did it. My dice. I felt good. Felt right. So that you don't lose. Damn, I've never had you felt like that before. So, uh, who wants to roll for the Fury of the Wind Gods? Oh yeah. Me. I think I think I think Eric should have that have that task. Oh, pass down. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. So the here's how the, will great Lord Daemon smile in this thing here, today? Here or God of the winds. Here are all the mechanics I came up with. Yeah. So um, you're gonna roll for the average wind speed that factors in the direction that you want to, to travel for the day, okay. and that's gonna be a 2d10 minus 12. 2d10 Very minus 12. esoteric, but it's because I liked the curve that it showed. So that can go negative, and that means you just can't get any distance in that day. Okay. Um, and. Uh, but it is it is weighted towards being positive. But you also get to add the party's level, which represents Ooh. Grumbar's skill in taming the winds and finding just that right current moving in the right direction. Much like a ship sailing in the ocean does not depend on the wind blowing exactly the direction it wants to go, there's lots of ways to still move even if the wind is not blowing in the right direction because of the way the ships are designed and all of that. So, um, not quite as efficient as that. So... Also, on Grumbar's airship, he is able to travel, um, he's able to take you for 12 hours out of the day. When traveling on land, you can only travel for 8 hours, but Grumbar is a skilled airship captain. He's able to go for 12 hours before it's just too much fatigue of, of doing this. If you wanted to, the, the, it's mechanically... Eat. Like, eating on a horse is, in, is infeasible. Yeah. Eating an airship, like... It is mechanically, and that by that I mean, like... Actual possible. literal mechanics, not game mechanics. Um, mechanically possible for the airship to fly all night, but Grumbar needs to sleep, um, so someone would need to operate the airship uh, in, while he sleeps, and all of you would gain exhaustion by game mechanics mm -hmm. um, because it's a terrible way to sleep. So if you were rushing, you could do that. That is up to you guys. And, and he also charges du the double the rate to gotcha. do that. Gotcha. Hard on his balloon, it uses more fuel. Or no, it doesn't use more fuel. It uses more fuel because a less skilled airship captain will be doing it during the night. And that night roll does not get the level bonus because he ain't skilled in airship captain. Um, so, that's the mechanics I came said, up with. So like you said 2D, 2D 10 minus 12 is better chance of succeeding? Isn't the average roll 5 and a half? Um, 2D 10 minus 12. Right. So that that weights that with the skill that weights positive. With the skill. So with the with the. Uh, with and the you just do one roll for the day and multiply it by twelve, and that's the twelve hours that you can get. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, 
You wanted to give the uh, the first roll of the day? Yeah, let's give the first roll of the day. So we're going... The first day's roll. Is I'm just going to keep rotating until it works for me. This time, blue is the tens. All right. Actually, no, it's 2 to 10. What am I talking about? I'm getting confused by my 100. It's just 2 to 10. Oh. Not, Not bad. bad. So 6, 15. 15 minus 12. Wait, uh... Just 2D, tw- 2D10, right? They are what they are. Yes. Yeah, I thought you defined one as the... No, yeah, I, I said that, and then I'm like, wait, what am I doing? It's not yes. what we did before. Okay, you figured out. So, level 15 level. plus whatever level bonus. 15... Wait, hang on. What did you roll? 9 and a 6. So you rolled, you rolled a total of 15. Minus 12. So, plus 3. 3. Plus 4. 7. 7. So, uh, the it is 7 miles per hour. Oh, for 12 hours. That is, on average, you got 7 miles per hour in the direction you want to go That's for 12 great, hours. Great progress. 84 miles. That is 84 miles. That is way, way more than a uh, than a horse could go in a day. Yeah. Um, first night is 84 miles. Grumbar says, "We made good time. It's time to land and break camp or make make camp. Break break camp is make camp. camp. Make camp. Make I do camp. not understand. Common is still a bit strange to me. We're gonna make camp. Make and break sound the same. It's weird that you guys use this. Grumbar, what same. does your native tongue sound like? He says. My native tongue sounds like That's what turtles sound like How do you know a native tongue If you've never met Your parents Probably met other turtles Oh yes, I don't know if any other turtles speak like that It's just what I made up before I met humans Right It's incredible It's a great question too Is that not what you do? No, it's not This is not what we do um, and so 84 miles on the first day is a great time. The airship comes down without, uh, without fuss, lands, you know, a good distance off of the, uh, of the, the long road so that you can make camp, sleep for the night, and set off in the morning. And we'll continue next week. All right. Yeah. Is that a long rest then? That, like, that sleep? I mean, or... That, is, that sleep is a long rest, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Might as well apply that. That was fresh, fresh, uh... Fresh. Fresh, fresh, resting. Yeah, you could, uh. If you, if, you, if you roll lucky, you can really knock this trip out in like a week. I will be late next yep. week. And it can take longer. Or it can take. It can take. Yep. I'll be late next week because I got open house. Well, I'm glad you made it. The week after that uh, will be the second to last day of school, and then I'm on summer break.